Don't accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome. It's time once again to do Let's Place, the podcast where we objectively and scientifically rank every video game ever made. And it's a special one this time, because it's time, once again, for the games of the year. This time on the year, well, immediately following the year that they came out in. We weren't taking a break during 2017, and that means it's time to talk about five of the best games of this year. I'm Luke, I don't remember if I said that or not already, and I got people here with me. I got Crystal. I'm here. I got Chelsea. Hello. I got Matt. My name is Matthew, and I'm present. And returning from the depths, I've got Michael. Hi, Luke. It's nice to be back in the studio. When is the last time you were here? I believe it was the 2016 Game of the Year podcast. That's impossible. We did that like a month ago. 2015, then. <laughs> there we go. Look, 2016 <laughs> went by in a flash. Yeah. And I took a trip to find myself, and here I am. All right. Great. You found yourself right here. That where I am is placing. <sighs> well, uh, we currently have, I believe, 295 games ranked. We're going to add five more to that list, and they are going to be five of the games of 2017, but there's a lot of very good games that came out in 2017. So I didn't want to, you some know... some mediocre ones. Well, yeah. And some and really some, shitty ones. Some bad ones. Um, I did not want to declare by fiat which five games we were doing. Uh, Chelsea, unbeknownst to me, went through every like game I don't, I don't journalism say every, public. Most okay, you went through a large Google number results. of like game publications and like treated their top ten list as weighted votes to determine the common consensus of the top five games of all time, and then you brought that to me and this said, "Oh, year. we're just gonna pick five at random." Yeah, of, of this year. Is Prey on there? Uh, it appeared. So, uh, yeah, then I told you we weren't doing that, and you just threw all your work out the window, and I feel bad. I mean, I did that. I mean, I, I knew you were going to pick five random ones. I just okay. thought maybe I could also suggest doing it that way, but that's fine. Sure. And I threw out my work before I told you about this. Okay, I'm glad. So so what you're telling me is that Chelsea had a sensible, reasonable plan, and yes. you had some stupid bullshit. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> well, right, it's easier so, to ask forgiveness than permission. So I have a decently long list here of games that I think uh, are are worth talking about here. I'm going to read them off, and if anyone thinks I have left anything out, we'll add it. And then I'm going to hit the randomize button here on random.org, and the five at the top of the list are what we're discussing this week. So right now this list is Mario Odyssey, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Wolfenstein 2, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Persona 5... Horizon Zero Dawn, HQ Trivia, Pyre, Opus Magnum, Cuphead, Divinity Original Sin 2, Near Automata, Tacoma, Doki Doki Literature Club, Sonic Mania, Sonic Forces, Resident Evil 7, Assassin's Creed Origins, What Remains of Edith Finch, Night in the Woods, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Prey. Are there any glaring omissions there? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the video game everything? <laughs> or just everything? The video game everything. It appeared All on right. one of the lists. Yeah, I did add the... All right, video game everything has been added here. <laughs> Wait, oh, fuck. I thought Chelsea was doing a bit. I forgot there was a game actually called No, no, there's a video game here at this year called everything. Oh, shit. Okay, Um, I can think of uh, several omissions. 
off the top okay. that actually were on my game of the year list. There are um, a few from this year we've already placed, so those are obviously not, you know. Okay, so ahead. yeah, if those have already been placed, so be it. No problem. Uh, Tekken yeah. 7 is a big one. Okay. Um, Battle Right is another. Uh, Battle, how do you spell that? Uh, R-I-T-E? One word. Yep, R-I-T-E. Okay. Um, Gigantic is another. Okay, sure. Rising Storm 2. Wait, is Gigantic out-out? Yes, Gigantic okay. is out-out now. And is Rising Storm out-out? Uh, Rising Storm 2, yes. Okay. Oh, I think it's Rising Thunder. Yeah, Um, and Heat Signature. Heat Signature, yes. Okay. Um. Also, if you want to include it, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite also came out. We'll toss in- it in there. Along with Injustice 2. Capcom Infinite and Injustice 2. Okay. Any others? Do you have Hollow Knight? I do not have Hollow Knight. Uh, was Resi 7 on there? Yeah, Resident Evil 7's on here. Uh, yeah. What about Super Hot VR? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, did that come out? That was a 2017 game, year? yeah. It was? Okay. Battle Chasers Night War? Alright, is Battle Chasers all one word or no? That's a great question, Luke. Okay, well, I'm going to put it in as two words for now. We can fix it later. It seems like it would be two words. Chase Battle. Yeah, I mean, Nightwear, yeah, it looks like it is. Battle Chasers, Nightwear. Uh-huh. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Okay, yep, I'll add that. A Neo. A lot of good video games came out this year. Yeah, Um. speaking of that, Evil Within 2 was another one that came out. Okay. Speaking of sequels, SteamWorld Dig 2. Yep, all right. Also speaking of sequels, Tokiden 2. How do you spell that? Uh, T-O-U-K-I-D-E-N, just how it sounds. Uh, Res Infinite. Okay. Luke, how many items are on this list? Oh, so many, Chelsea. Absolver. Uh, is Night in the Woods on there? Uh, uh, Night in the Woods is. What did you say before that? Uh, there's Destiny 2 on there. Uh, it is not. Oh, well, we should put that on there. Okay, it's there. Uh, is Destiny 2 Curse of Osiris on there? Well, that would count as just part of Destiny 2. Mm, would it? Yes. Yeah. A House of Many Doors. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. All right. For Honor. For Honor. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and add Metroid Samus Returns also. The Sexy Brutal. Uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. The Sexy Brutal. <laughs> um, other ones, Strafe and Battlefront 2. Strafe. Battlefront 2, okay. Scanner Sombre. Uncharted The Lost Legacy. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that I'm not being a shithead here. I'm no, actually I know. pointing out games I think are notable. Well, well, you say Scanner? Is that the name of it? Yeah, Scanner Sombre. Scanner Sombre, okay. Hang on, I'm looking up a list of every single game that came out in 2017 <laughs> to make sure we're not missing anything. I only have no. a list open of the games I was considering for Game of the Year. Uh... I would suggest Butterfly Suit, but I didn't play it. Okay, yeah. I mean, we can talk about it, but I don't know if anyone here played it or not. I did not play it. A game I did play, however, is Seven, The Days Long Gone. Well, it's an honor just to be nominated. All right. (laughs) Anything else that someone wants to possibly put on here? Fortnite Battle Royale. All righty. I'm just going to put Fortnite. Oh, no, Fortnite's not released. Fortnite's not out yet. Yes. Actually. Fortnite Battle Royale plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I think it's still considered to be in a beta state currently. I, I don't think it's reached full retail status yet. Or, drawn to retail, death? But it's not. Uh, All right, putting Drawn to Death on here. 
Are we really putting? Uh, okay. You know what? That's actually two fair. and arms. Okay. Yep. Oh Splatoon yeah. Shit. Two arms. Are we satisfied? Yes. Uh, Tacoma. How do I know when I'm satisfied? Uh, I put Tacoma on here. I'm pretty sure. Snake pass. Yep. Oh, snake, snake pass. pass okay. A uh, Halo Wars two. Halo Wars two. Mass Effect Andromeda, I think I heard you say. Already on. Yeah, yeah that's on no, here. No, okay. Andromeda's already in there. For some reason, it was uh, very forgetful. Now, yeah. I want to be clear. Every game that you guys have listed, do you think that could possibly be the best game of this year? Anything can possibly be the best game um, of this year. Personally, I would chop... If you want to chop things out, uh, cut strafe, I guess. It no, is we're really not chopping anything out. Snipper clips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You could also chop Battlefront 2. That game's a piece of shit. Snipper clips, colon, cut it out together. Yakuza 0? Are we counting that as a 2017 game or a 2015 game? Uh, uh, no, it came out. I, I think we'll go by the American release date. Yeah. Uh, Star Fox 2? <laughs> yep, Star Fox 2 is technically a 2017 video game. Luke, tell me right now how many items are on this list. 60. 60 games. Okay, uh, getting that's over the cutoff. A Guilty Gear Xrd Rev 2. Oh, shit. Yeah, actually put Rev 2 in. That game kicks ass. Alright, those are the last two. We're cutting okay. it off. Okay. Monument Valley 2. Fine, god damn. Seriously? Everybody's golf. And we're gonna place them all. Oh, god, eventually. I no! Eventually, yes. Eventually, yes. We've got Night Trap 25th Anniversary. No. I'm hitting the randomize button. The five video games that come up are what we're discussing for Game of the Year 2017. Undertale PS4 version? Here we go. God damn it. What? What just happened? Zelda and Andromeda and, like, fucking Horizon are all in the top three, aren't they? No, of course not. No, no. <laughs> Like, the five that... on here are Tokiden 2, Battlefront 2, <laughs> Uncharted Lost Legacy, Halo Wars 2, and Neo. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Not a single video game that anyone would expect us to talk about on this episode. I mean, we can still do Chelsea's plan. Brilliant. Uh, Chelsea, do you remember what your five were? Luke, are you telling me your perfect fucking science computer super math fucking show doesn't actually work very well? What are you talking about? This would work fine. Like, we could do this. It was, I think the list was fine before I let all you fuckers add a bunch more shit onto it. No, because I don't, think, I don't think a single game of mine actually made it on. Don't fucking blame me. Oh, I'm blaming you. Oh, fuck off. In descending order, the five most popular games I found were uh, Divinity, Original Sin 2, okay. uh, Horizon... Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Okay. Um, Persona 5. Yep. Uh, Mario Odyssey. Yep. And uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Okay. So that gives we me... We could a each just six. pick one also. There are five people. Okay. You know what? Fine. Everyone... <laughs> this is a great start <laughs> to this episode. I love it. <laughs> we're 15 minutes in. Yep. Uh-huh. And have not even decided what we're placing it. All right. Everyone gets to pick one video game to talk about. Crystal, what do you want to talk about? Uh, Prey. Chelsea, what about you? Near. Okay. Uh, Matt. Uh, I'll talk about Tekken 7. Okay. And Michael. Battle Chasers Night War. 
Is it chaser or chasers? Chasers. Okay. I don't, you know, it's better It's better than it sounds. Then I'll talk about, because um, Nier was going to be mine. Uh, let's toss in, uh, we already placed Poyo Poyo Tetris, and that's the most important game of this year. Uh, fuck, let's go with, um, eh, let's talk about Zelda, why not? Oh, I mean, I can give you a few reasons why not, but we'll get to it. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that everyone's talked about Zelda, uh, I mean, I think that's, that that makes much. it a good reason. It's the one game that everyone seems to agree is the yeah. best one, and we'll see how it places on our list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, today, for Game of the Year 2017, we are replacing Prey, Near Automata, Tekken 7, Battle Chasers Night War, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Hooray. Let, let's get started with Prey. Prey is a video game that's a reboot of another video game, but I don't think it really has anything to do with the old one. I Sadly think you not. play as a person who's, like, being... Crystal, I know you actually know what this game is, and I think a few others of you do too, but I'm going to do my best to explain it based on what I know about it. I think you play as either a, a man or a woman whose brother or sister is, like, chemically gaslighting them because of some tech company they both own, and you gotta explore some crazy, like, facility that... I don't know if you're hallucinating the monsters or if they're real or something weird. Okay, this is a bad idea. Crystal, what's Prey about? So Prey is what they call an immersive simulation game. Right. It's kind of like uh, the Deus Ex games or the sure. Dishonored games. Yeah. And or it's set on a, on a space station. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's cool about this video game is that the space station is completely persistent. Okay. There are a limited amount of resources on it. If you loot a room, that room stays looted for the rest of the game. So is it hypothetically possible to, like, put your save into an unwinnable state? Like, where you just have to, like, well, I guess this game's over. Well, no, because you'll, okay. you'll have enough to get through. I don't know that... Like, you'll always have your mm. wrench, and you can beat them to death if you're good enough. Okay. But, yeah, there is a very much a sense of, like, oh... Like, hypothetically, you could just sit there and shoot all the bullets in the game, and then yeah, you don't get guns Yeah, theoretically, you could do that. Sure. Okay. There is a okay. very good feeling of like, oh, at the beginning, there's plenty of resources. Go ahead and loot everything. And then in right. the last few hours of the game, you are really scrambling to find anything. I gotcha. Yeah, it's the space station is invaded by aliens. Okay. You gotta you gotta get you gotta survive. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah. That's usually when aliens have when space stations have aliens on them, getting out of there is a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like, the big thing that I know from that game is, like, the mimic enemy that just, like, looks... Like, there'll just be two of an item, and one of them will be a mimic or something like that. Yeah. And, like, if you kill them while they're still disguised, you can just kill them, but otherwise they're they're real nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems like a neat game. I have not played it. I kind of want to get around to it at some point, though. Let's get, let's get the placing going on it, then, why don't we? Okay. That seems yeah. fair. Did leave my laptop somewhere. Do not have access to the program that I rewrote, so I am doing this by hand, like the, you know, older times. But not the even older times where I did have the pro. Uh, listen, it's complicated. We're talking about Busy Scissors first, number one forty-seven. This is the Nintendo DS game where you run your own hair salon, and you do a good enough job, you get more, you know, supplies and tools to cut hair the best way. Crystal, is that better or worse than Prey? I would say that Prey is the better video game. 
All right, Chelsea. Pray. Okay, Matt. Pray. And Michael. What haircut options are there in Prey? That's a good question. Crystal? Uh, you cannot change your hair in Prey, but you can Fuck. play as a man or a woman, and they have different hairstyles. Mm. Mm. Two haircut options. How many haircut options are there in the haircut game? I have no clue, but presumably more than two. Hmm. Is there any other way to customize anything to your tastes in Prey? Uh, no. Wait, I thought you got, like, different ability sets and stuff like that in Prey. Oh, yeah, you? I mean, I, th I thought Mikey meant cosmetic. I mean, you can modify your skills differently, I guess. But you can't put on different clothes. No. Can you make any clothes out of glue? What the fuck kind of question is that? Yeah, what are you talking about? What the about? shit are you talking about? Prey's already won this vote. I don't know why you're dragging this out. I don't understand what's so confusing about asking if you can use the glue gun in Prey to fashion yourself an article of clothing made out of glue. You cannot. Prey! The then glue, I'm going to have to give it to does dissolve, scissors. you know, not, not too long after you chew it. So it's risque. So how are you voting? Uh, the busy scissors to appearance options. I'm afraid that busy scissors just has more cosmetics. Also, yeah, this priority one. So shut up. Prey moves up the list to number seventy-three. Michael, how does Prey compare to Sonic Adventure? Sonic the Hedgehog's first foray into a full-on modern 3D video game. I swear to God, Crystal, if Sonic Adventure beats Prey, I will help you revolt. All I'm saying. I would have a hard time putting Sonic Adventure over just about everything. So right? I guess Prey is better yeah. than that. Yeah, Matt? It's Prey. Alright. Crystal? This is Sonic Adventure 1? Yeah. Yes. Oh, then it's Prey. Yeah. Chelsea? Prey. Alrighty. Prey continues to move up the list to number 36. Chelsea, how's it compared to Ray Tracers, the PS1 racing game where you drive a car real fast down a track and all the time you manage to save on the race, you get to spend fighting like a helicopter or a tank sometimes. Sometimes you drive so fast you drive on the water. It's cool. Ray Tracers. Okay. Crystal. Uh, Prey. Matt. This is actually kind of difficult because I've never played either of these games and they both right. sound pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Ray Tracers, I think. Okay. Michael. How fast can you go and pray? <laughs> uh, I mean, there you can upgrade your speed options to go pretty fast. And you can even hover. In Probably not as bit. fast as a sports car. There, There is like a, a weird skating glitch ability you can do in pray. Yeah. All right. Well, the important thing about speed is how fast you are in relation to everything else that can move quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and Prey, if you're willing to, like, do all the weird glitches and, like, no-clip out of bounds, then you're, like, the fastest motherfucker in the universe. Well, look, I'm not, I'm not a melee like, player here. I'm not worried about what I can cheat my way no, into. No, you're obviously not a melee player because I don't hate you inherently. Yeah. I mean, you are on a space station that's hurtling through space very quickly. Like, if we're talking vehicles... Yeah, there are parts where you go outside the space station into space, and there you can propel yourself quite fast. Like, you know, if we're talking about vehicles, I think a space station orbiting the Earth is probably faster than a car. I don't actually know. I have no basis for that at all. That seems right, though. International Space Station's speed is 4.76 miles per second. I think I'll have to give it to Prey, then. I okay. have the need for speed. Okay, that ties it up. 
I like ray tracers a lot, but Prey does seem like a little more of a of a complete. You know, it's a it's a more full game, so I'll, I'll give it to Prey. Thank in which you. Case Luke. Prey moves up to what's that? Thank you, Luke. You're welcome. Uh, in that case, Prey moves up to number oh <laughs> oh oh. This what will be just tough. happened. Prey moves up to number eighteen. Crystal, how's it compared to Puyo Puyo Tetris? The combat puzzle game that combines two of the greatest puzzle games of all time, Tetris and Puyo Puyo, like peanut butter and chocolate, creating, you know, a masterpiece. Puyo Puyo Tetris does really seem like one of the best puzzle games ever made. Mm-hmm. But I don't like puzzle games as much as I like immersive simulations, so I'm going to mm. have to vote Prey. Mm. Chelsea! Uh, Puyo Puyo. Okay, that's one for each. Matt? I'm not screwing you on this. It's Poyo Poyo. All right, Michael. Well, it seems like I should vote for Prey on principle here. Okay. Well, that ties it. To force Luke to say it. I guess, I mean, I guess Prey. No, fucking Poyo Poyo, of course. Ugh. All right, uh, so that means it moves up to, or moves down, rather, to number 27. Let's see. Michael, how does Prey compare to Bayonetta? The character action game where you're a witch with a suit made out of hair that also turns into dragons that she uses to gobble up angels real good. Who shoots people with four guns at the time? She does have guns for high heels also. That is true. Rudy tooty shooty booties. (laughs) What sort of combos are available in Prey? In Bayonetta, there's actually like an entire weapon set dedicated to like killing enemies at a distance and there are actually multiple weapon sets you can do that with. So... I, th- I think if you're into pure combo potential, Bayonetta probably wins it. Mm, I think I think I like Bayonetta more than I like Prey. Okay, Matt. I like Bayonetta more than I like Prey as well. Chelsea. Uh, Bayonetta. All right, uh, Crystal. I like Prey more than I like Bayonetta. Okay. Your minority opinion is noted, but uh, Prey... Why the fuck is Dark and Sky 29? Like, because every time... I, Skittles! Every fucking time I look at this list, it just gets shittier and shittier. I swear <laughs> to fucking I feel like God. you were around for Dark and Sky, were you not? I probably was, and I probably flushed it out of my mind, and I'm now forced sure. to relive the fact that Dark and Sky is apparently the 29th objectively best game of all time. Fuck you. Alright, uh, in that case, Prey drops number 32. Crystal, how does Prey compare to Costume Quest, the double-fine RPG based on children having a grand old time on Halloween, on, on All Hallows' Eve, where they adorn costumes that let their imagination run wild and become their deepest dreams on a quest to, I don't know, get some candy and save their sibling. That does all sound very cute, but I think yeah. I would rather uh, inject alien blood into my spine to get magic powers. All right. Noted. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, give me just one second. Okay. Uh, Matt. I think Prey is a better game than Costume Quest, actually. Okay. That's two for Prey. Uh, Chelsea, you have posted a screenshot of the Statue of Liberty Kids uh, special attack in Costume Quest. Where waves of stars and stripes and also Abraham Lincoln's head fly out of them. It's a very good screenshot, and I'm going to assume that's a vote for Costume Quest. Yes. Alright, that's one for Costume Quest, two for Prey. Michael. I don't know what Costume Quest quest you were playing, but I did inject alien blood into my spine in that game, so I'm going to have to go with Costume (laughs) Quest. Mm. Okay, so that ties it up. I don't have a strong 
opinion about either of these. I'm gonna go towards Costume Quest because that screenshot you shared is very good, Chelsea. Yeah. Isn't what's his face the guy what? that got shot? Kennedy isn't Kennedy in uh, Prey? Probably. Well, no, I don't it's know. set in an alternate timeline where uh, President Kennedy survived his assassination attempt and then put a lot more funding into the space program. Oh, I see. But it's that in seems the future, a lot more rapidly. patriotic than Costume Quest. Uh, I don't know. Do you see this Abe Lincoln head and this eagle? Anyway, yeah, Prey is going to be moving down. Chelsea has shared another Costume Quest screenshot. Someone says, don't hold your candy pail like that. It looks desperate. <laughs> I just think that's funny. <laughs> okay. That's actually pretty funny, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Prey moves down. Michael, how does it compare to one of the games we ranked on our Game of the Year 2016 episode, The Last Guardian? The third game from Team Ico, where you're a little boy going on a magical adventure with a bird dog monster. Uh, is this the VR experience, Last Guardian? No, I don't think that's out yet. Oh, well then, it's rubbish. Prey. <laughs> Alright, that's one for Prey, Matt. Um, Crystal, I have a question about Prey. Does Prey have a shotgun? It does, yes. Uh, is it a pretty good shotgun? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good shotgun. Okay, uh, this actually has no bearing on my vote, I was just curious. Prey? Okay, that's two for Prey. Chelsea? Uh, Prey. Okay, uh, Crystal? I think these games are actually fairly similar when it comes to making your way through a ruined environment just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. I, I think the, the means of interaction are pretty different, though. The glue in The Last Guardian is really different. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, Prey takes it unanimously and uh, moves up to number 33. This is the last game it needs to be compared to. Crystal, how does it compare to Titanfall, the first-person shooter by a studio founded by former members of a Call of Duty team where you do a bunch of parkour gun stunts, and if you do them good enough, you get to summon a giant robot to stomp around in. Titanfall is pretty good, and it is better than good. Titanfall 2. But I'm going to have to go with Prey. Okay, Chelsea. Titanfall. Matt. Well, I, I've got to give shout-outs to Crystal, because I, too, think that Titanfall 1 was actually a superior game to Titanfall 2 on the whole. The Titanfall 2's single player was very, very good. Uh, I'm going Titanfall here. I think Crystal likes the like story content of Titanfall One better than Titanfall Two. Also, wait, really? Yeah, I, I. There's something about the radio play. Like, if you listen to it by itself, it would not be very good. But the way it kind of provides context to the multiplayer matches, I actually really liked. Huh. Fair enough. Matt, you voted Titanfall. Oh uh, yes, I'm going with Titanfall. All right, Michael. What's the robot situation in Prey? That's a good question. Uh, there's robots. All right, good enough They're for me, Prey. like helper robots, not Big Macs or anything. Yeah, that ties it up. I'm not a big first-person shooter guy, and I had a ton of fun with Titanfall, so I'm, I've got to go Titanfall. Which means that Prey is placed at number 34, directly above uh, The Last Guardian, directly below Titanfall. Congratulations to Prey for breaking it into the top 50. Uh, did not dethrone either of the 2017 games we've ranked so far. So far, Game of the Year 2017 is still Battle Chef Brigade at number 7. I'm happy with Prey's placing. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair I would have preferred Poyo Poyo in that spot, but yeah. Battle Chef Brigade's at least, like, a good game. So. Yeah. 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 We got the that free marketing from time. the Adult Swim account. We did, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, the next game we are discussing is Nier Automata, or Automata, if you say it wrong like they do in the video game. <laughs> Imagine a world in the far-flung future where 
robots fight other robots for supremacy, and everything is very sad, and there's no hope in the world, but maybe you should just keep on trying anyway. And also, there's a kid with, like, a moon for a head. He looks like the thing from... He looks like the moon from Majora's Mask, but he's just a weird little boy that'll sell you stuff or have a boss fight with you if you wanna. He also has a cool theme song. Yeah, he just kind of hums to himself. It's very good. Uh, Are you aware just... of Emil's backstory, Luke? I am. It's actually super sad and fucked up. I, I know that it's super sad and fucked up, and I know, like, parts of it. I don't know... Uh, and I, I know, like, how he got from the end of Near 1 to, like... I know there's like a billion clones of him or some shit. I I need to go back and play the first Nier. He's kind of like Raiden. Oh, okay. Sure. But yeah, Nier Automata, a game about very sad, very sexy robots fighting for the future, I guess, maybe. Ah, they just kind of fight each other, mostly. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? What if somebody thought that the sexier robots were like the little toaster dudes? I mean, you know, I'm not here to tell anyone that they're wrong for liking what they like. Okay. I mean, they, they got what they want in that game, then, because there's full-blown toaster porn there. Yeah, yeah they, there was, you actually. You get a full-on sex scene with those toaster robots. Yeah, you do, actually. It's kind of weird. They all, Shit, I yeah, think that happens multiple all times, just dry-humping one another in a desperate attempt to understand human sexuality before fusing into a giant egg that hatches into the sexiest anime man you ever done seen. And they vore. <laughs> <laughs> Near is fucking lit, y'all. And, and then that naked anime man just stands there while you attack him, and in by attacking him, you teach him the concept of violence, and he gives birth to another anime man who fights you. <laughs> Near's a good video game. <laughs> now that you say it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Michael, how's Near compared to Busy Scissors? Well, Near doesn't have many haircuts. That's true, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Although, I mean, it has exactly <laughs> one. There's well, that I mean, it, one robot who is so obsessed with improving her beauty and has such haircuts that she murders a bunch of people. Right, Simone, who falls in love with fucking Jean-Paul. Is it Jean-Paul? Which I'm so. pretty sure so. is the epilogue to Busy Scissors. So Yeah, that makes sense. I guess since Nier Automata improves upon the uh, the ending, uh, Nier Automata is the superior game. Okay, okay. Uh, Matt? Uh, Nier Automata, for sure. Okay. Uh, Chelsea? Nier. Crystal? Nier. All right. Nier, by unanimous vote, moves up to number 74. Uh, let's see here. Where is 74? We're hitting a lot of the same ones. Let me offset them a little bit. Uh, let's go to 73. Chel uh, Crystal, how does Nier compare to Sonic Heroes? The, like, third or fourth 3D Sonic game when they're really struggling to figure out how the fuck to make these good, because they ain't figured it out yet. I mean, they did figure it out in the previous game, Sonic Adventure 2, but then they wanted to do something False, else. False, but continue. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go for Nier. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Nier. Matt. Nier. Michael. Who were the titular heroes? Uh, I guess it would have been Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails, or Shadow, Rouge, and... No, no, no. Whatever. It was Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. They were Team Hero. They were, they oh, they were literally, literally Team Hero. That's they were right. literally yes. Team Hero. There's Team well, Hero, just, Team Dark, If they're just team calling Chaos, out who the heroes are, I prefer the moral ambiguity of Nier. So were they called Nier. Team Hero? Yes, they were. Yes. <laughs> Which is a real presumptuous name to give yourself. It is a presumptuous name to give yourself, but honestly, they, they more or less... No, they were it. called Team Sonic. What are you talking about? Wait, were they? Were they oh. Oh, they were Team Heroes they were in Japanese. 
Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, Localization right, yeah. censors it again. Nier continues to move up the list to number 36. Michael, oh, how does it compare fuck. to Freedom Planet, the uh, 2D retro throwback to classic Sega Genesis platformers such as Sonic the Hedgehog and various outputs by Treasure? And this is a good video game. It's fun and to play. And also the Mega Man X series. Don't forget that. Yeah, a little bit of Mega Man X in there, sure. Ironic that it will be up against Freedom Planet, for there is indeed no freedom in the planet of Nier. I... <laughs> so is that a Nier or a Freedom Planet vote? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Pick one. Uh, I guess Nier. All right, Matt. Oh, fuck me. Um... <laughs> Both these games are really, really good for radically yeah. different reasons. Uh, shit. Okay, I'm judging this by the metric of if I could get a sequel to one of these games, mm-hmm. but that locks me out of the sequel to the other, which one would I want more? I don't know if that's the... a fair comparison, because I don't want a sequel to it, Nier Automata, even though I love it. Also, you're yeah, already getting a sequel same. to Freedom Planet. I am getting a sequel also, to Freedom Planet. Also, Nier Automata kind up. of has its own literally... sequel in the game. I will literally never be able to get through this. Otherwise, you people should not fucking do this. Um, <laughs> God like, damn it. Route C of Nier Automata is the sequel to Nier Automata. God damn it. It's more like the DVD bonus three episodes. No, it's actually just the start of the game. <laughs> yeah, th- I'm not even fucking with you is the thing. You I know mean, it's you're not, true. You're not the most wrong. Oh my god, I'm gonna I don't go I'd with... say B is the start of the game, because that's when you start playing as the protagonist. Oh my god, Luke, Dennis. you took that joke from me. Yeah, well, I agree with you. I thought it was a good point. Alright. I'm, I'm sorry for thinking you're a smart person. Freedom you Planet. It's really hard, but I'm going with Freedom Planet. Okay, that's one for each. Chelsea. Uh, near. Crystal. I've been playing Sonic Mania recently, and I really like the first two-thirds of that game in a way I yeah. didn't even really connect with the Genesis games. Yeah. Uh, but then the back third has really bad level design. Oh, that game just poops out in the last level or two. Yeah, uh, and it's oh, yeah, last not fair at all okay, to yeah. judge Freedom Planet by the merits of a completely different game, but I'm going to do right? it anyway. Okay. And I'm going to vote for Nier. All right, Nier takes I it. I was going to say, you bastard, but then I realized that Freedom Planet and Nier are actually both really good games, and it's a hard choice. Yeah. All right, in that yeah. case, Nier Automata moves up to number 19. Crystal, how does it compare to Cooking Mama, the Nintendo DS game, where you cook uh, some delicious meals with your mother, who's just a nice Japanese lady who wants to teach you how to cook? That's your mom now. Forget your real mom. Thank God. Mm, I do like That's Cooking Mama. pretty fucked up. <laughs> Did no, you vote for Cooking Mama, Crystal? That. Uh, no, I'm gonna vote for near. Okay, that's a vote for near. Chelsea. Uh, near. All right, Matt. As funny as Cooking Mama's no, 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 please don't shake the baby bit with Ryan. Well, that's Davis a totally different Mom. game. Yep, it was. That's a good point. Near. I was trying to think of what the name of that game was, and I almost said Baby Mama, and I don't think that's the name of it. No, I really doubt that's the name of that game. Are you voting near? Yeah, I, I voted near. All right, uh, Michael. Well, the only cooked meal in near Automata kills you. That's true, so, yeah. Cooking Mama does demonstrate a much more responsible set of meals. Sure. but And I don't think it's the nature of the meal in so much that you're a robot that shouldn't be eating food. Let's not give Jackass too much though? credit here. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe the point of life is that eventually a meal will kill you. 
So I guess I'll have I to don't. Near. I I don't think that's the yep. point of mm-hmm. life. All right. Well, uh, near takes it, so <laughs> it continues to move up to number nine. Michael, how does Near Automata compare to Earthbound, the SNES JRPG where you play as a little boy in a little village who goes off on an epic quest to make friends and beat an alien? What becomes the like personification of all evil in the universe? So, do Adam and Eve count as a newborn child that you kill? Oh, you're saying it's similar? They're kind of a Gygus analog? Yeah, I can go with you on that. I, I think I think Adam, because Adam is the one with the white hair and Eve is the one with the black hair, correct? I thought they both had white hair. It's been a while since they both had white, white hair. hair. Oh. Yeah, one has, like, glasses. Yeah, glasses. A, one glasses has a shirt. Is Adam, glasses <laughs> is Adam, and the short-haired one is Eve, right? I think so, yes. Okay. So I think you Adam isn't, but you can argue that Eve is. Eve is the one who's actually the f- yeah, and Eve's the one you actually f- kill at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are actually just the, the same game. Eve is far and away the well, one. Well, actually, I what I was gonna point out is I think the end of Earthbound, where you like have to literally pray, like that they'll be able to beat Gygus is kind of a weird precursor to yeah. Route E and Nier. Yeah, this should actually just be... like, the be... world has to join in and help you defeat Square Enix. Yeah, this should just be uh, game number nine, Earthbound slash Nier Automata. They're actually just the same game. <laughs> They're the same video game in yep. every respect. <laughs> yep. Uh, how do you vote, Michael? I made my stance quite clear. They're, they're the same game. Like, the vote is to merge these two into a single entry. Well, okay, that's not an option you get. You get to pick one. That's what I pick. We'll come back to you. Matt! If Nier Automata taught me anything, it's to defy the limits you set before me. Okay, this is another really, really challenging one. Um, I'm going to go with Nier on the basis that it has better combat. Okay. But it's real, real close. Yeah. Crystal, you've just posted some fan art of Porky, one of the main antagonists of the Mother franchise. Were you, did you have a point you were making with him, or no? Oh, I see. Like he looks that, like uh, fan art of, yeah, of Porky okay. as Eric he, Cartman. The I did not catch that he was dressed like Eric Cartman from South Park. <sighs> uh, I'm I'm gonna. It's vote not for, even a bad comparison. I'm gonna vote for Nier. Okay, uh, Chelsea. I'm a sucker for the classics. Earthbound. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Did Earthbound. we just fucking hold on? Did we tie What's this that? up? No, because uh, Michael spoiled his ballot, so. Okay, right now it's two God. for near, one for Earthbound, and it's on me. I am extremely charmed by Earthbound. I think it is a really great game and a really important game. It did not make me feel feelings the way Near Automata did. I gotta, I gotta give it to Near. Oh, so now we're tied up, I think. Well, no, no, we uh, we have three for Near now. We have three. For oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Near Automata officially part of the top ten. It can get low, no lower than number eight now. Crystal, how does Nier Automata compare to Resident Evil 4, the uh, GameCube, PS2, Wii, Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Steam Resident Evil game, where you play as a Secret Service man, what's gotta rescue Hold uh, Hold on, I, I missed it. Could you read off the, the releases with consoles and computers this released for again, please? No, I just did it. Okay. Basically, if, if it could play video games and came out after the GameCube, it probably can run a RE4. 
Yeah, Resi 4 is one of those games where, like, as you're playing it, you can you can see why it's a classic immediately. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Nier is a very good uh, B game. Sure. So this is an interesting philosophical debate. Well, and Nier is also something where a lot of people feel like you need to put some decent time into it before you get like, oh, okay, I see why people like this. Whereas Resident Evil 4, it gets you in there right away. I think I have to go with Resi. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think that is a reasonable uh, decision. Chelsea? I'd like to abstain for the moment. Okay. Matt? Um, fuck me. This is really hard. Uh, I'm gonna go with Resident Evil 4. Um, that game okay. is just super good, and it has absolutely withheld the test of time. Okay, okay. Michael. Well, the shooting in Nier is better, so Nier. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but you are now my enemy. <laughs> well, you just push a button and he shoots the guy. It works every time. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Chelsea, I'm coming back to you. Um, Nier. Shit, that ties it up. God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, you have fun with this one. Oh, boy. These are both such good video games for such different reasons. No, yeah. shooting. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 4 is so fun and so goofy and so, like, surprisingly influential on so many different kinds of games. But, man, the ending of Nier Automata is such a special thing that I don't know if any video game has, like, done the same way. Like, like in terms of, like, just... Making you, making you feel. But in but the thing is, in Near Automata, after defending yourself from a horde of Spanish peasants and a particularly unsavory man who tries to decapitate you with a chainsaw, yeah. and it, it does a bell ring, and everybody goes inside a spooky-looking church, and then does the protagonist say, where'd everybody go, bingo? Yeah, didn't Don't, you do that side quest? I mean, to be fair, the, the one-liner no and the zombies no, but a weird... A weird thing, ringing a bell and everyone goes to church is absolutely something that sounds near-esque. You do fight your way through a cult of uh, crazy robots that want to die to become gods. Like, that's that's not entirely dissimilar. Oh, yeah, boy. You're not wrong, really. Oh, man. You, you are... see, you posted the small-time clip, Crystal. Um, I prefer the... I For me, it's actually the scene where Leon throws the knife through Salazar's hand, and he doesn't realize that his hand yeah. is stuck to the wall immediately, and then he realizes it, and he starts to cry like an actual infant <laughs> once he realizes it, and it is incredible. What a good game. If you want to talk about characters so crying. Because they typo, they use the wrong your in it. Did they ever fix that in the HD versions? I've never thought to look. God, I'm actually playing through the HD version of this game right now, so I, I will really tell you. I really hope it still has the typo in it. I do, too. Because... I just, in my head, I like that if, if Leon was typing out those words, he would typo it just then. Oh, God. Resident Evil 4 is just, I, it's been such, like, a big thing for me personally and for everybody. I, I gotta give it to that. Near comes close, but it, it it's... They're yeah, both really go good games. It's a really good video game. There and they're no... really good games for, like... And I know you said it, but they're really yeah. good games for radically different reasons. There is zero shame in losing to Resident Evil 4. It is, objectively, the fifth greatest game of all time to our knowledge, and rightfully yep. so, may I yep. add. Yep. All right. Uh, in that case, Near Automata moves down to number seven. 
Michael, how does it compare to Battle Chef Brigade, uh, an indie game published by Adult Swim, where you're just the pluckiest young chef who wants to become the master of all cooking, and you go on a quest to enter a tournament where you have to go fight monsters and then dump their body parts into a pot and play a little match-three puzzle game to cook them up real good. Well, the combat's better in Nier. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Matt? Uh, I'm gonna go with Nier. Okay, Chelsea? I'm gonna throw it to Battle Chef. Okay, Crystal? Uh, Battle Chef. That ties it up. Uh, so here's the problem. I think Nier's better, but I think it's really funny that Battle Chef is this high. What's funny about that, well, Luke? The thing is, it's an the extremely thing is, good game. It is. It is a pretty good game, actually. Why are you laughing the- at that? The thing is, if you vote for Nier and you put it over Battle Chef, it's not really going to drop very far. It'll still be top 10. That's true. It's not like it's really losing a lot. Battle Chef is one of my favorite games this year, uh, but it's... I literally made a top 10 list that I put on Twitter, and Nier was higher on it, so yeah, Nier. Alright, that means that Nier has one last game to be compared to. Crystal, how does it compare to Super Mario Galaxy 2? The fourth 3D Mario platformer where you're back in space and it seems like kind of a lazy sequel at first because they're reusing a bunch of levels and it's the same exact controls and engine. But then you get into it and you realize that the level design is crazy this time and they just went totally balls to the wall and it's the best Mario game they've ever made. Fuck all of them. Yeah, I don't think I, that last part's true. It's it's pretty good Mario game, but it's not the best. I, I would say it's at least the best 3D one. I, I could have a, I could hear a discussion. The best one to our knowledge. World winning. Yeah. We haven't ranked any of the other ones. I'll yeah, bite my tongue for now, but for I disagree me with that. Is that uh, Galaxy 2 is only the fourth three Mario game, yeah. while Nier Automata is the fifth Dragon Guard game? Sure. So I'm going to have to go with Mario. You could argue it's the fourth. Dragon Guard 2 gets, it's, gets a bad rap. Rightly. <laughs> it's, it is the portable ops of the Dragon Guard series. Didn't didn't Yoko Taro himself come out and say like half the Drakengard games were total shit? And he didn't understand why anybody actually enjoyed playing. Oh them. yeah, Yoko Taro hates his own games. Uh, Yoko Taro will say that about every game he makes. Well, okay. I mean, listen. I don't know Yoko Taro. I feel like at least part of that is well, let's call him up. Put on. I think part of it is, but I think in the case of Drakengard two, he was actually being genuine when he said that game was sure. a complete piece of shit. I, I don't think he was saying anything about Drakengard two because he actually didn't do anything on it. Oh. Yeah, if anything, he'd probably think Drakengard 2 is the best, because he didn't work on it. Fuck, what Drakengard did he like? You know what, never mind. It's going along already. Uh, Yoko Taro worked on Drakengard 1, Drakengard 3, Near Drakengard, and Near Automata Drakengard. Wait, was it called... Okay. <laughs> Ask if the original no, Near was, was called, called Near Drakengard doing in the Japan. Goof. Yeah, no, I figured that out. <laughs> Alright, uh... Yeah, so so Crystal, you're voting near or Mario? I'm voting Mario. You and Mario, Chelsea. Near. Okay. Uh, Matt. Uh, this one's kind of close, but it's near. Okay, Michael. Is Rosalina an android? Uh, no, no, she's a little girl whose parents died. She's not she's like... little. Well, she's not anymore, but she used to be. Everyone used to be little. Right. Well, I'm saying when she <laughs> even was the little... tallest android was once just a bunch of parts. When she was little, she was just a. She got like her parents died, and like the. So you're saying she's not she... little because she was once. She's not an android because she was once little. No, I'm trying to give you the full story. 
I know what the story of Rosalina is. I'm just wondering what's been hidden from us. I mean, she grows organically, so I mean, I guess she could be like a Blade Runner style android that's more like organical, but I don't think there's any lore to hint at that. I think she's an android. Well, I guess you're entitled to your opinion. And Nier has more androids. Okay. So I'm gonna have to give it to Nier. What about the little uh, the Luma? They might be robots. Those are stars. You idiot. No, no, those are those are like the frozen turkeys you get at Publix that have like the little dang five dangly bits. God, on they them. do kind of look like frozen turkeys. Yeah, no, they totally do. <laughs> they got little eyes on them though, kind of adorable, okay. but it's weird. Okay, so you're voting near. So that's three for near. So near beats Super Mario Galaxy two, which means that near Automata slash Automata is ranked at number six. Directly above Super Mario Galaxy 2, directly below Resident Evil 4. Congratulations, Nier Automata, for getting into the top 10. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, sorry that you dropped to the 11th spot. You're a great video game, and we love you. I love you. This top 5 is actually really good. Resident Evil 4, Elite Beat Agents, Mother 3, Majora's Mask, Undertale. That's actually really solid. Oh, I really remember, solid. like, around the time Mother 3 got placed, people started getting mad that it started to look like a, like, reasonable top 5 or top <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, anytime there's a hint that there might actually be something to the Let's Place method, people get very frustrated. Why? That's because actually fucking bullshit. hilarious. Because I love we, that. Because we have Darkened Sky at number 30, that's why. <laughs> why do we have Darkened Sky at number 30? Because we have monsters on this show. Oh <laughs> anyway, my god. Anyway, Matt, you wanted to take a break? Uh, yeah, if, if we could. Yeah, why don't we take a quick break? We'll be right back with more of this. Blah, 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 blah. in of video games. We're moving right on to the third game of the evening. Uh, it's Tekken 7. The 7th Tekken. That's not true. Oh, man. It's not I... true. But what if the CW made a show called 7th Tekken? Um, fuck, I have no idea. That's some wild card shit thing. Well, I, I never watched 7th Heaven, but that's like a dad who's a preacher trying to raise his kids, right? Is that... Yeah, and what if that dad was Heihachi? Was yeah! Oh, man. CW. God, that would actually be amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I Death need starring Geese to become a CW TV show now. Yeah, like when the ratings start to dip, they start bringing in guest characters like Akuma and fucking Geese Howard. Oh God, Holy yes. shit, that would actually be incredible. Yes. No, that would be amazing. All right, fuck this podcast. Now we're just all going <laughs> to start writing spec scripts for the 7th Tekken TV show. <laughs> There's a Holy lot of shit. attractive young teenagers in Tekken. There is, that's true. Jin Kazuya, that's the guy's name, right? Am I remembering that right? That's the main guy? Yeah, you got it, yeah. Okay. He could totally be a CW protagonist. God. Oh, fuck. Well, now I'm just mad that that's never going to be real. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to Photoshop when we're done well. here and start working on that. <laughs> anyway, Matt, God. talk to me about Tekken 7. I know a little bit about it, but you're a fighting gamesman. Uh, Tekken 7 is a 3D fighting game released by Namco Bandai in the year 2017. It is a critically acclaimed fighting game 
It's really very good. Um, the story mode is kind of subpar in some ways, but it's got some really high highs, specifically, I think, right at the start, where you play as tiny baby Kazuya, and you fight young Hayachi, who's your terrible father, who sucks, right. and he beats the shit out of you and throws you into a volcano because he's a really bad dad. Uh, ain't that always the way. Yeah, um, other things it has going for it, um, it looks gorgeous. It has King, who is one of the greatest fighting game characters of oh, all fuck, time. Oh, fuck, it's got King? Yeah, it has big fucking Tiger Man who wrestles so he can help orphans out of poverty. King is he's such like, a good character. He is, he is like the so, he's so obviously designed to be likable, but holy fucking shit does it work. He also may has I, command may grab I put that forward uh, an interesting fact about King? Yeah. Not yes. even the highest tigers per character in that game. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true because you have um, you have Kazumi, who gets a literal tiger uppercut where she brings a tiger out. Tekken Seven has some really good character design. You're, you're selling me on it. And an incredibly tightly compacted tier list, so virtually every single character in that game shows up in tournaments. So, can I ask a question about King? Yes. Is that a mask? Is that his real head, or is it deliberately ambiguous? It is a mask. Okay. It is a luchador's mask. That does bum me out a little bit. I kind of hoped that it was deliberately ambiguous. Oh, okay. Now, Armor but, King. But to, re but to rebound you here, um, if you look at the soles of his boots, he actually has tiger paw prints on the soles of his boots. Yeah, yeah, I have seen It that. is amazing. That's pretty good. What about Armor King, by the way? I'm just saying, it's, it's, it, that's his head. Not quite. That's Armor King's head. No, no. <laughs> Armor King is also a badass. But yeah, Tekken 7, really super good. The documentation on it's kind of shitty. Um, a lot of people say Tekken's very hard to get into, and there is some truth to that because Tekken is a very hard game and it can be it can be demanding on the execution side of things, although that really comes down to the character you play. But I have actually found that game far easier to get into than people have actually made it out to be. Um, the On the lower end of the learning curve, the execution in that game isn't bad. The ways that game are difficult is that game is difficult because you have lots, you're presented with lots of options at any given point in time. Mm -hmm. And any of the, those options aren't hard to do from like a, I need to do this thing on the joystick or the controller standpoint. But you have to think it's like, okay, if I sidestep his jab string, I can do like a jab punish but he might try and just reflexively block in that situation. So do I get greedy and go for like an SPD, but he can mm. block the command grab. So maybe I like go low. And there are all these different sorts of options. It's game is super fucking good. Tekken seven, very, very good game. Uh, yeah. And I guess we can place it now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sounds great. I will, uh, I, I, the last second game I played was three and that's probably not going to change. I, people have talked about seven in positive enough ways that, if Dragon Ball Fighter Z was not out in a couple weeks, I might think about getting Tekken 7 because it sounds really good, but boy, Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks like a good video game. I'm very excited it, for that one. It looks excellent. God, yes. Anyway, let's start placing Tekken 7 instead of talking about a video game that's not even out yet. Let's see here. Crystal, how does Tekken 7 compare to Suzumiya Haruhi no Tomodai, the video game based on the hit anime The Melancholy of Suzumiya Haruhi? Where it's kind of like a visual novel with mini games, where you get together with your friends and make a video game, and depending on what kind of video game you make, that changes the style of gameplay of the game itself, in a weird meta joke thing. 
yeah, I'm not someone who's ever really had a particular reverence for Tekken. Like, I played some of those PS1 games, because everyone of a certain age did. But, sure. like, I don't have nostalgia for the series. But the way people who are into Tekken talk about Tekken 7, their enthusiasm is so infectious that I kind of want to play yeah. Tekken 7. So I think I yeah, have to I'm vote with you. for it. Yeah, like, that's what happened with me. So I started on Tekken 6, and I sort of played it casually. I just dicked around with it. I didn't really play it. But, like, people just kept talking about how fucking good Tekken 7 is. And I was like, you know what? God damn it. I'm going to actually sit down, and I'm going to learn how to play this fucking game. And I actually did. I stuck with it, and it's fucking awesome. Tekken rules. And Tekken 7 is absolutely the game to get in on, because this is the one that's kind of broken out into the mainstream. This is, this is kind of where, like, people are showing up to tournaments in a big way for this one, because the game fucking rules. Uh, Chelsea, how do you vote? Tekken. All right. Matt, you're definitely Susan Miyaharuhi, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually going to vote. I'm going to I'm gonna swerve here, and I'm going to vote Tekken 7. Okay. Michael? Finally, a game with more haircuts than Busy Scissors. <laughs> I absolutely have to put Tekken 7 over Busy Scissors. Okay, so Tekken 7 moves up the list to number 74, which is hopefully a different game. That we, no, we already talked about Sonic Heroes. Let's go to 73. Michael, how does it compare to Picross 3D, the 3D puzzle game for the Nintendo DS where you spin a uh, block around and chip away at parts of it based on numerical puzzle clues until you get something that kind of sort of looks like a real like 3D model of a thing, almost, if you squint a little. I can't believe I have to talk about Picross 3D every time I come on this show. <laughs> uh, well, Picross 3D's multiplayer is pretty bad, so I'll take Tekken. Okay. Uh, that is one for Tekken. Matt? I'm going to go Tekken, but Picross 3D is actually a solid game, oh, and yeah. you fucked up that it's this low on the list, well, I feel. Well, come back for peer review, episode 100. Yeah, but I've got to use my fucking thing. Ah, oh, fuck. If I pick Dark and Sky and try and get it lower, it'll just become number one. Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, okay, Tekken That's 7. That's the dangerous game you play on the Let's Plays. All right, that's two for Tekken. Chelsea. Tekken. All right, uh, Crystal. Yeah, there's definitely a contingent of people who would call Picross 3D the greatest game ever made, or among them. Uh, sure. I'm not one of those people, so I'll vote for Tekken. All right, uh, Tekken moves up by unanimous vote to number 35. Crystal, how does it compare to Prey, another game in 2017 that we already talked about today? Now I will have to vote for Prey. Okay. Okay, yeah, you were Prey's biggest advocate. Chelsea. Tekken. Matt. Um, I'm going to go with Tekken on this one. Though Prey seems cool. Michael. Uh, what's Yoshimitsu's outfit in Prey look like? I don't think Yoshimitsu's in Prey. Uh, Luke, I'm asking Crystal a question. Okay, sorry. Uh, Yoshimitsu is not in What Prey. if there is a character? Oh. Well, then Tekken. All right, well, that's three for Tekken. Crystal, for the record, I am voting along with you for Prey, but Tekken takes it. Why the fuck isn't Yoshimitsu in Prey? Because uh, he's a Tekken character, and or a Soul Calibur character. Uh, is Akuma? Did I mention how the protagonist of Prey is named Morgan Yu? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I vote for Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael, how does Tekken 7 compare to number 17 on this list, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, the second oh, Sonic 3D me. game that's a piece of shit that people like for some reason? Are now, you fucking serious? I see shit? that Sonic Adventure 2 has battle as a subtitle. Yes. Uh, is there battle-based multiplayer? Not 
direct combat, no, but there is versus multiplayer, mm. which distinguishes it from the original release of Sonic Adventure 2. Well, no, there there is direct combat, the mech mode. The the oh, mode okay. where you can get in like Dr. Robotnik's and like the child mech and all that shit. You can you can fight each other directly. Okay. It I sucks. Didn't... It's way yeah. shittier than Tekken 7, that's for fucking sure, but Well, the music in Sonic Adventure 2 is worse than Tekken. Ooh. What the fuck? Okay. That's one of the only bad things about. Oh wait, Tekken sorry, 7. I'm, I said that wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. The music in Tekken is worse than the music in Sonic Adventure Two. That's so actually. I'm true. going to have to vote for Tekken. Okay, that's one vote for Tekken. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Matt. Tekken. Tekken's music is really oh, good. Tekken Seven soundtrack is actually a little underwhelming. It's not bad, but it's nowhere near as good as like Tag Two or Six. I, I'm gonna pass for now. Somebody, please okay. make it so I don't have to vote. Chelsea. Uh, Tekken. All right, Crystal. Sonic Adventure Two Battle. All right, that's two for Tekken, oh. one for Sonic. Matt. Oh fuck you! Vote please. I'm voting Tekken and tying You're it up. No, I think I need Tekken. to change my vote. Uh, okay. To you... near. Yeah. <laughs> No, it doesn't work like that. No. Fuck. You, I'm. Been logged. I'm actually going for Tekken Seven, and I cannot fucking believe I'm saying that. I can because one's a good video game and one's Sonic Adventure Two. Oh, this. Oh wow, this is probably. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tekken Seven. Fuck me. All right. That's uh, a rough choice. In that case, Tekken 7 moves up uh, to its first opportunity to break into the top 10. Crystal, how does it compare to number 8 on the list, Battle Chef Brigade? Um, come back to me. All right, Chelsea. Battle Chef. Okay, Matt. Tekken 7. All right, that's one for each. Michael. Is there any slowdown at the end of a fight in Battle Chef Brigade? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any... I don't think so. There, There's, like, a clock ticking down, and you have until that clock hits zero yeah. to, like, plate your food and put it in front of the judge. I think I'm gonna have to go with Tekken on this one. Okay, that's two for Tekken, one for Battle Chef. Crystal? Um, uh, yeah, as much as Tekken 7, I'm sure, is a very good game, it's also the ninth Tekken game, whereas Battle Chef seems mm -hmm. like a more fresh and original idea. So I'm going for Battle okay. Chef. Yeah, uh, I I think on a purely technical level, Tekken Seven is probably a better video game, but and, and uh, you know there is plenty to like beyond that also in its presentation. But Battleship Brigade is just an overwhelmingly charming. Tekken video Seven game. has a bowling mode. Do you have to pay for it though? Isn't that like DLC? Yeah. Do you get to go to the bowling alley for free? No, you have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you That's can also unlock is, every cutscene from every Tekken game. Okay, I just would like to point out, if Charming is, cool. is the argument, because I will actually argue in favor of Tekken 7, okay. Tekken 7 has Bullet Club t-shirts in it. Okay, you're arguing against Tekken 7 right now. Hold on, though. No, no, I'm... Hold no. on. Kuma can't wear a Bullet Club t-shirt, though. Oh, I think what? he can, actually. I'm, I'm gonna type Akuma Bullet Club. You can al also into you can get you can also you can give an Akuma a Spas Twelve in that game. You can give the martial arts master Akuma a semi-automatic shotgun. I mean, okay. 
Also, it has Geese Howard in it. Yeah, no, Michael, I am looking at a screenshot of Akuma wearing a Bullet Club Not t-shirt. Akuma. The Kuma. Oh, the bear. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> By the way, um, the bear... Not just any old Kuma. By the way, the bear in Tekken 7, Kuma, is canonically... Uh, secretly a recruiter for the Mishima Corporation's Black Ops Division. I mean... Working that... under the guise of a humanitarian aid organization. Listen, I am not trying to say that there's anything... Like, listen, that all sounds great. It all sounds great. But Battleship Brigade is just so pleasant. Everything about it is just nice. Name something Battleship Brigade has, and I'll explain why Tekken has it. Uh, well, no, I... Okay, it's got uh, a bunch of pretty watercolor cute drawings of cats that's in tekken is it it actually yeah, you can is unlock. yeah because of lucky yeah. chloe's stuff yeah all right uh it's got fucking hold on well now let's think about this it's got uh an iron chef competition that's like the single most important thing in the universe that's in tekken is it I don't think that's actually. What do you think the King of Iron Fist you tournament do, is? You actually have the King of the Iron Fist tournament, though. Well, that, that sounds. That okay, that doesn't is. sound like cooking. That sounds like punching. Uh, Miguel Miguel is a cook. Okay, everyone's a cook in Battle Chef. I think it's more impressive to not be a cook and okay. win <laughs> the cooking competition. What? Yeah, but there's no cooking. I'm voting Battle Chef. I'm sorry. It's close, but I'm giving it to Battle Chef. Uh, Matt, <laughs> I've heard that Akuma is actually, like, a big part of the storyline of Tekken 7. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Not yeah. the Akuma, mind you. Yeah, the that game's story... I don't want to spoil it, because that the game's story is weird, because it has some really high highs, and it also has some really low lows, but mm -hmm. they do some really interesting stuff with him. And it kind of goes in some directions that are, I guess, surprisingly well integrated. Like, they put a surprising amount of thought into that. Is Akuma, which is weird to me. Is Akuma related to the devil gene? I don't believe he is. Oh, okay. Unless I well, missed something. he's not... The devil gene does not exist for any reason because of Akuma. But Akuma yeah. has a personal uh, relationship with the devil gene in a way other than him personally having the devil gene. Okay. Yeah, no, that's not the reason Akuma is evil. Akuma is evil because he fell to the dark side of the Satsui no Hado. Yeah, of course, everyone knows that. Uh, yeah, obviously. Michael, how does Tekken 7 compare to Rocket League? It's soccer with cars. Uh, does it have bowling with cars? I think it does. I think it might, think actually. It basketball as well. Yeah, it definitely has basketball. Well, if it has fucking hockey, uh, then Tekken. Okay. <laughs> Matt? This is really fucking hard. Yeah. Um, they both do the thing where it slows... You know what? Rocket League slows down after every point scored. Yeah, it does. But the thing... the Tekken... I actually like Tekken's integration more because it doesn't slow down. It doesn't slow down during, like, every KO. It slows down if there's about to be a trade. So if you're both about to punch each other, it right. does this thing where it, like, zooms in in slow motion and all the sound effects get all distorted, and it's like, oh, fuck, who's gonna win? And that is really cool. 
It is awesome. It is an and, amazing touch. And it doesn't touch. only do it when there's going to be a kill. You might both miss each other because of your punches. Yeah. And no, then, like, okay. trying to hype you up. Yeah, because if one player goes, like, low and then another player... Well, the thing is, it still works even if you both miss. Because if one player yeah. does, like, a jumping kick and the other player does, like, a low chop. And you, like, fly over each other in slow motion. It's like some Enter the Dragon shit. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Tekken... I think I got to give it to Tekken 7. But, man, it's close. Okay. Alright, uh, so that is two for Tekken 7. Chelsea. Uh, what's it up against again? Uh, Rocket, Rocket League. League. Oh, uh, Tekken. Okay, that is I three did not for Tekken. Expect that. Crystal. Huh. I'd vote Tekken as well. Okay, uh, I vote Rocket League, but Tekken takes it. Um, I like Rocket League a lot. It's a good video game. I, yeah, no, Rocket League is extremely good. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm actually surprised Tekken won. Yeah, so Tekken takes it. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, Crystal, how does Tekken 7 compare to Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? A visual novel adventure game where you play as a young upstart uh, defense attorney who's got to fight the world in an unjust law system to protect the rights of the innocent. Uh... What makes Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? It, it's a visual novel, but is it a novel visual novel? What makes it stand um, out in the genre? Uh, I, really I, sharp writing for one. Well, yeah, the sharp writing, but like the this like the gameplay gimmick that I think it. And there might be an earlier example of this, but I think the like examining people's statements and like figuring out the evidence that contradicts that is it was certainly novel to me when I played it for the first time. Um, and it was like a cool, like, it, obviously it doesn't work perfectly every time. Sometimes the game kind of has a set path in mind and it can be a little frustrating, but it is, it is neat to like try to pick apart the like exact lies people are making and like why, you know, their lies. Okay. I think I'll vote for Tekken. Okay, Chelsea. It's Tony. Okay, Matt. Um, I'm going with Tekken. Okay, that's two for Tekken. Uh, Michael. Uh, you can be a sexy anime robot lady in uh, Tekken, and she's the daughter of Bernie Sanders. She also has chainsaws for arms. Wait, now, okay, this is so important. Is she literally the daughter of Bernie Sanders, or is she the daughter of a Bernie Sanders stand? Okay, she's not literally the daughter of anyone because she's a robot, Luke. Okay, I know you're a little racist, but there's no need to get up her ass. About well, no, that. I'm saying is is her dad literally Bernard Sanders, or is he that universe's analog for Bernie Sanders? Okay, so you know how Bernie Sanders is actually a Russian agent designed to destabilize the American uh, All right, uh-huh, how you vote? <laughs> well, you see, the Russian, the Russian Dr. Boskanovich changed his name. Is he the one that in Tekken 3 just falls over and barfs all the time? I like to use yes, him a lot. Yes, he's, he's the guy whose daughter is a sexy anime lady. All right, how are you voting? I think it's pretty clear how I'm voting. I need you to say it. Phoenix Wright. Hell yeah. <laughs> that ties it up. Uh, uh, I love Phoenix Wright so much. I'm, like, Tekken 7 sounds amazing, but no, I adore Phoenix Wright. It's a great game. Uh, so I, I, I gotta give it to my boy, Nick. In which case, Tekken 7 is placed at number 12, directly above Rocket League, directly below Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Got up there real high. Yeah, I was hoping it would crack top 10. Yeah, it, it had a, a tough fight there. Um... 
but I, I, I think there's no shame in how high it got. Tekken 7 is on sale right now on the PlayStation Network. Hmm. See, that sounds... That is very... That is... A, oh, I'm, yeah, that's another good thing about Tekken 7. Uh, really fantastically good post-launch support. Did you know they actually went in and they, like, reconfigured the entire Unreal Engine to reduce the amount of input delay in that game on the PS4? That's super cool. Uh, that That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said... I might honestly buy Tekken 7 if Dragon Ball Fighter Z wasn't out in like 3 weeks. Cuz I mean already... I don't feel those I don't feel those games have a ton of overlap with one another though. Okay, that's cuz you're a fighting fight game games. person. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not fair. a fighting game person and therefore every game where there's a health two health bars and I got a minute to punch the other guy is basically the same game. Okay, that's the that's scary. I understand that, that there game. is a world of difference between an Arxis game and uh, you know, uh Tekken, yeah, but I I'm don't care. I think Dragon Ball Fighter Z is gonna look gorgeous, but I'm scared of Arxis games. Okay. So what um, I'll say, uh, did you play? Uh, you might not. Have. Did you play Persona Four Arena at all? Uh, I've not. No. Okay. So they specifically with their license stuff, they try to make them a little more accessible by making all the inputs very easy. Like I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball is doing the same thing that Persona did, where it is yeah. you don't have to do anything more complicated than a fireball motion for any of the moves. And there's also if you just mash the light attack button, every character has an auto combo. Okay. So they they try to make them accessible, even though there's like without compromising the depth to them. Yeah, and they do it on a systems level as well. Like, one of the things they put in Dragon Ball is every character, there's a universal input for just, like, a universal anti-air launcher. So yeah. you don't have to worry about, like, confirming out of, like, four different anti-air normals and specials like you do in Guilty. You just hit the launcher, and if they're flying at you, you kick them in the face and do the combo. Yeah. Matt, um, I didn't understand a word of that. I understood about half of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guilty and I wonder why fighting Guilty games. Gear. Guilty Gear is really, really incredibly good, but wow, you want to talk about a game that's hard to get into? Yeah, yeah. It sucks too because Guilty's fantastic. It, but, it's amazing yeah. to look at, especially the newest ones. Oh Technically, yeah, God, its name is Guilty Gear Two Overture. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's the Shush. one that's not a fighting game. That's the one that's weird because it was originally non-canon. And when they got the license back from Sega, right. they looked at it and they were like, "Oh wow, we actually love what you did with the lore of this game. We're just going to continue right. from here." Yeah, it's a, it's it's a real interesting game. Some might say the 163rd best game of all time. It's that low? I it's mean, not a great game, but it's better than that. Well, come back for peer review episode 100. I might actually use my peer review on fucking Guilty Gear 2 of all fucking things. Anyway, Jesus we need Christ. to get moving. We're on game yep, number fair. 4. Battle Chasers Night War. Michael, no, this was your pick. I've never fucking heard of this thing. What is it? I think it's like a JRPG thing. Battle Chasers Night War is the best JRPG released in the year 2017. Okay. Okay. It's also not from other... Japan. So it's one of those awkward things where it's technically a JRPG because for some reason we decided that was a genre completely separate from the location. I mean, I didn't decide that. I would well, say it's decidedly not a JRPG. It's how it it's is. not J. It's an indie game, kickstarted. Uh, it's a continuation of the Battle Chasers comic book series from the 90s. If oh, wow. the art style feels familiar to you, that's why. It's because Joe Mad did that stuff, and you know, huh. his influence is still felt in the, uh, in the space of video games. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this. This is, yeah, t tell me more. I'm listening. It's got a bunch of, so it's got a story that's not important. 
Oh, it's okay. it's just a good. It's just a serviceable get characters from point A to point B story. Okay. Uh, it's combat system and it's dungeons and it's skill sets. Ah, chef kiss. They're so good. Okay, this e art looks gorgeous. Yes, it's a very nice looking game. Like this, uh, this is amazing looking. Game. Oh yeah. So I'm each... mad people have not been talking about this. Game. This actually looks <laughs> it, really good. It was a really late year release too, so it had that problem where it was coming out next to stuff like Assassin's oh, sure. Creed and it's getting bur buried. Uh, but how long is this game? I might need to play this. It's a it's honestly a sizable number. I'm at 30 hours and I okay. have not I'm about 5 out of 8 dungeons in. Like uh, these screenshots look like like fan art. Yeah. But no, it's it's uh, yeah. Like all the backgrounds are like look like beautiful paintings. Uh, the characters are all very clean uh, models. Each character has a really unique skill set that allows them to fit, uh, you know, traditional sort of archetype roles. You got your beefy guys who can tank. You got your healers. You got your damage dudes. Uh, and it's it's funny because some of them are a little like like the big giant golem guy is your first healer. And nowadays that's not really like subversive. That's like, sure. oh yeah, it's an ironic thing to do that nowadays. Oh, that's funny. Right, but of right. course, when this comes from the '90s, it's still funny to see that sort of formative aspect. But yeah. so my favorite aspect of the game is what they call overcharge. So every character's got health and mana, like your standard uh, normal ass JRPG. Uh, but each character all can also have a certain amount of overcharge. And what overcharge is is that's mana. Like when your bank gets mad at you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's mana that only exists for the fight you're in. Okay. And your normal abilities build overcharge. Okay. Then you can spend overcharge before mana. And some skills like it when you spend overcharge instead of mana. Huh. But if you spend mana first, now you can store more overcharge because you've got overcharge space and mana space and they're the same thing, right? So okay. now you can build up more overcharge to spend more overcharge on the skills that like using overcharge. You're saying the word overcharge so much that yeah! it's meaning. <laughs> so what's good about this is that, one, it lets you use skills when you're grinding and not feel bad about it. Because you're like, oh, i got to save my man for the boss. Oh, Two, sure, yeah. in a fight, you never feel like you're out of options. You're never like, oh, I used my last healing spell because I don't got mana anymore. God, no, I just pulled up its Steam for a page. Like, it's got this fully animated trailer. It looks great. Are, like, the cutscenes like this in the game? Yeah. Holy That's shit. what the cutscenes of the game look like. The dungeons are randomly generated out of multiple set pieces. You've got dungeon skills in-game to set people on fire or stun them before a fight begins. There's multiple skills. It's just, it's a really good JRPG, guys. You're selling me really hard on this game! It's fantastic. Uh, it's the most fun I've had with a JRPG this year. Uh, and I love going back into dungeons. Like, I redo dungeons. Because I can get better gear out of them on harder difficulty levels. So they just pull like, oh, a cartoon bomb with a heart on it the, uh, and kissed it. Does it do the thing the world ends with you does, where if you play on harder difficulties, it actually changes like the gear you get? Uh, it upgrades. The, I, I I don't have enough time with it to say confidently that there's gear that you can only get on harder difficulties, but it's better gear. There's an entire crafting system where you pour more resources into items to make better items. There's fishing. Uh, and it's maybe the best fishing of the year. Yeah, there's like I had I had I kind of heard about this game before you had talked about it, and I know the like eight people who played it seem to like it a whole lot. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's juicy. You trade your fish to a giant shark man who gives you orbs to spend on a shadowy monster's house where he'll give you new clothes. Shit, this sounds great. 
Let's see just how great it is, though. Let's get to the placing. Uh, we've it's also on sale two... on PSN. Is it? Yeah, it's on sale on Steam. Coming to for, Switch. Uh, it's got a beast. Oh, oh, it's got a beast cherry. And uh -huh. oh shit! If you kill like fifty tanks, you get a permanent stat buff for all your characters. Well, that ain't shabby. Yeah. All right, let's look at uh, game number. Let's see, one forty-nine. No, we already talked about that one. Uh, all right, Michael, how does Battle Chasers Night War? All that sounds really good, but how does it compare to Die Hard Trilogy? A collection of three smaller games, each based on one of the first three Die Hard films. Well, no one says yippee ki motherfucker, in Battle Chasers. Mm. Uh, but I wonder if it's almost time for people to stop saying yippee ki Oh, I think it was time for people to stop that many years ago. Mm. I think I'm uh, going to have to go with Battle Chasers on this one. All right, Matt. Battle Chasers. All right, uh, Chelsea just stepped away, but she says she votes Battle Chasers. Uh, Crystal. Battle Chasers. Okay, uh, Battle Chasers takes it, moves up to the top half, moves up to number 74. We'll probably jump off of that, yeah. Crystal, how does it compare to Advance of the Mega Camel, also known as Attack of the Mutant Camels? Uh, Jeff Minter game where you fight giant Technicolor camels. I think I'm going to vote for Battle Chasers. Okay, Matt. Uh, Battle Chasers, but uh, this is actually not a bad game. Uh, that have is you, the, uh, have you played the it? camel one. Uh, I have not played this, but I have played other Jeff Minter games, and this sure. one's similar. And it's 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 a solid game, actually. It's like a solid score attack game. Okay. Uh, Michael. You want to talk score attack. Uh-huh. There's an entire arena mode in Battle Chasers where you oh, fight dang. waves of enemies trying to get up a higher score. Multipliers Shit. for doing well. And special rewards. Fuck. Battle Chasers. Alright, yeah, Battle Chasers takes it. Uh, continues to move up. Uh, I'm reading about the Battle Chasers comics. Uh, they uh, released a total of nine issues in four years, publishing two to three a year. Okay, so that's uh, not a ton. The last issue was published in September 2011. That's September 2001, uh, the cliffhanger ending, which Joe Madeira is planning to conclude after the release of this video game. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. The video game has nothing to do with the comics. Oh, okay. I mean, sure, same characters, but, like, I don't know what's going on in there. Don't care. Still Seems good. Like, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, the, the, like, the move that you normally see people make is that the video game then picks up from the cliffhanger. Uh, no, they're yeah, just on no. this random island that never came up in the comic where it, that All has right. its own problems going on. Yeah, why not? There's an entirely new character that no <laughs> one met before. Uh, All right. Michael, how's it compare to The Last Guardian for PS4? I do like that little cat. It's a cool... Toriko is a cool creature. But on the other hand, you can fight wolfmen and battle chasers who have bombs and explode when they die. Yeah, you mostly just fight statues of owl men in uh, you you, just, you can fight some statues in battle chasers, so I guess sure. battle chasers it is. Alright. Uh, uh, Matt. Uh, I'm going to chase that battle. Okay, that's two for Battle Chasers. Chelsea, we're looking at Last Guardian versus Battle Chasers. Oh, Battle Chasers. Okay, Crystal? Uh, Joe Madeira is the, one of the founders of Vigil Games. You might know as the creators of Darksiders. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I'm going to vote for The Last sense. Guardian. All right, uh, that's one minority vote for Last Guardian, but Battle Chasers takes it. Uh, let's see. Crystal, how does Battle Chasers compare to Dark Souls 2? 
the fantasy video game where you explore a dead world that's very sad, but there's a lot of cool guys to beat up. I'm interested in how Mikey's going to vote on this one, but I'm going to vote for Dark Souls I am too, too, actually. Yeah, Chelsea? Uh, battle thing. Okay, Matt. Um, I'm going to go with Dark Souls 2 here. Okay, that's two for Dark Souls. Mike, I know you're one of the people that really likes Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2 is a very good game. Uh, an improvement on the original in most ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially story, which people oh. often don't give credit to. I mean, you're wrong, but go on. Mm, exactly my point, my friend. <laughs> but let me tell you the problem with Dark Souls 2. Okay. You can respec 11 times. Okay. How many times can you respec in Battle Chasers? I have no idea. As many as you want. In between battles, you want to spec into some stuff that helps you grind more? Yeah, respecting oh, that stuff. I you got a like boss that fight. A lot. That's you a got really a boss fight coming point. up? Do it. You tired of your big war golem being a healer? Just put all of his skills into guns. Oh man. Okay, the fact that you can respec whenever you want actually is a very big selling point here. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. You're Battle making me like chases. this game a lot. <laughs> it's a very good game. Alright, so you're voting Battle Chasers? I am. Alright, uh, I think that ties it up. I uh, I like Dark Souls 2 a lot, but I think you've convinced me. Both of these games are pretty, sound pretty I, good. I, I, honestly, I know you love Dark Souls 2, and the fact that you picked Battle Chasers over it kind of... I'm, I'm inclined to trust you on this. So, I've yeah, played a lot more Battle Chasers this year than Dark Souls 2. Well, sure. And I own four copies of Dark Souls 2. <laughs> God! It's <laughs> a lot of copies of Dark Souls 2. Yeah, that's that's more copies than I have of Metal Gear Solid Five. Look, one of them was a mistake in pre-order. Uh-huh. Um, but after that, you know, you need I need a copy on the PS4 now that I have a PS4. I need a copy right. on Steam. Yeah. Uh, and then I had to upgrade them to uh, Scholar of the First Sin when that upgrade was available. I mean, Dark Souls Two on PS4 started that way. Of course, that's not an upgrade, but right. Anyway, uh, all right. In that case, it moves up to number nine, Michael. How does Battle Chasers compare to Power Pro Coon Pocket 3, a Game Boy Advance baseball game with social elements, almost kind of sort of like Persona, where you play as a rising baseball star teen who is tragically killed and his soul is built into a robot, and he has to learn how to be a good baseball player in a robot body while also balancing all the weird stuff in his life now that he's, you know, an automaton. So there's an automaton in Battle Chasers. Right, you talked about him. His name's Calibretto. Uh-huh. He, he was never human. Uh, okay, And sure. he struggles with that sometimes. Okay. But you know how much time is devoted to his worries about whether he's human or not? I'm guessing not much. One cutscene. Uh-huh. And everyone around him says, basically the equivalent of, shut up, you're part of the team, you're human, you're yeah. great. Okay, but let me ask you this. How good is he at baseball? How good is he at fishing? Well, that's not the question I asked. <laughs> Uh, there's not enough time for baseball and battle chasers. They landed on a deserted island. uh, It's not deserted. They landed on an island that hasn't had a big baseball boom. It's all fishing Mm -hmm. and arena battles. So there's not really an opportunity. So maybe he could teach them how to play baseball. Right. uh, But there's not really time. Sure. Uh, But he does shoot things out of his arm very quickly. Okay, that does sound like you'd be a good skill for baseball. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So it's a vote for battle chasers. Uh, That is indeed. Matt. Um, Battle Chasers, I guess. Shit. Okay, Chelsea. I'm going to vote for Power Pro 
uh, on the basis that it doesn't belong that high. And, uh, but I don't think, like... <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's one for power. Pro. Because I don't Chris. know if it's going to be... Because I don't know if it's going to be better than, say, Earthbound. Right. Uh, cr- yeah, I gotcha. Crystal. Uh, let me ask you a question, Mikey. Does uh, Battle Chasers have, like, any towns or stuff, or is it just a, a dungeon crawler? There's a town. You mech to meet the blacksmith, the uh, innkeeper, the alchemist, the sorceress. You upgrade their huts. Uh, a, a cool lady who wears a wolf teaches you how to use higher overdrives. Uh, the innkeeper helps you go into the sewers multiple times because stuff just keeps popping off in there. Yeah, it just seems like to me that power prone coon pocket has uh, much more variety in its in its mm. activities because you play baseball. Sure. We also do jobs to earn money in power ups. You can uh, you can date. Can you get married girlfriend. in battle chasers? Because you, you can't can get married in power You can pro suffer from illness or emotional trauma. So I'm gonna yeah. go for power pro. Okay. Okay. So that's two for power pro, two for battle chasers. Shit. I feel like power pro coon is just. The, the only knock against it in my mind is that it, there's no translation for it, so I can't actually play it. But everything about it sounds amazing. There's no translation for Wait, Mother 3 it? either. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's a fan translation for it. There isn't even that for Power Pro Coon Pocket 3. Do you know that? Uh, I couldn't find it, at least. If you do find it, send it my way. Okay. When you collect all the lore items from a dungeon, yeah. your characters get more skill points. Oh, fuck, there's lore items? Yeah, there are. Is the lore good? <laughs> It's serviceable. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> see, that's. But not... you get more skill points. Yeah. Yeah. God. You can upgrade your fishing rod. But ba- you have. I have a me... purple fishing rod. You sold me very hard on battle chasers, but if you told me right now, if Crystal were to find a fan translation of Power Pro Coon, and it, you know, setting price aside, if it was just right now, you could sit down and play an English version of Power Pro, or Battle Chasers. I would still want to play Power Pro first. Do you have a Game Boy Advance? Uh, I think I do somewhere, in a drawer somewhere. At the very least, I have a Nintendo DS that has a... Yeah, I didn't think there was. But I I want there to be very badly. I I think Power Pro takes... What if I told you that Battle Chasers is the transmission of Power Pro Con Pocket 3? I don't think it is. How do you know? (laughs) Well, based on everything you said, it doesn't seem to match up with the things I know about Power Pro. Maybe I'm leaving some mystery. <laughs> You're probably not. You're probably also, not. I'm shocked. I thought Paddle Chasers was going to demolish Power Pro. That did not happen. Power Pro yeah, is up I, this high I, for a reason. Yeah. Because it looks it's, it's, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and I first I thought this was just like another shitty troll pick, but no, like maybe Power not, Pro actually. is by all accounts like like that's a very like well liked baseball series in Japan. It's like very it's got a like long history to it. It this game seems like it's a good baseball game that is willing to be weird and silly and just strange in ways that I appreciate. Battle Chaser sounds like a great game, but yeah, I gotta give it to Power Pro. Fair enough. Also, unfortunately, it's developed and published by Konami, so fucking ripping piss, fucking Power Pro. Well, yeah, you know, they yeah, made a lot not... of good video games before they. Stopped. Yeah, they did before they fucking imploded. Yeah, yeah. back in the nineties and eighties. Yep. And the 2000s. Yeah, in the 2000s. They made some great fucking Castlevania games there. and All the Metal best Gear Metal Gears games. came out in the yeah, 2000s. Yeah, and like all the Metal Gears and a bunch of games, actually, as it <laughs> turns out. Anyway, uh, yeah, so 
Power Pro Coon Pocket 3 wins, uh, which means we are looking at uh, number 14. Now, oh, speaking of Metal Gears, Crystal, how does Battle Chasers compare to Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty? The best video game that's just letting those 13 games above it have their time to shine because it's not greedy. I think Metal Gear Solid 2 is a better game, and I'm looking forward to Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about Metal Gear Survive. I, 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 I'm willing to check it out, but I don't know. The fan pain plays good. Yeah, it it, it, it does. Uh, I just, I, I have very little faith in the modern Konami is the thing. We'll see. I, I am, I'm willing to believe that might be a good game. Isn't that out like February? Yeah, I February think so. 20th. Oh, okay. It also wouldn't surprise me if they canceled it and just didn't bother to tell anybody, though. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, Chelsea. Battle Chasers. Okay. That's one for each Matt. Metal Gear Solid 2, not close. Michael. Sorry. Now, Luke, by your own admission, yeah. Metal Gear Solid is letting games get above it no matter what, right? Well, You I just mean, said that. I said it's letting the 13 games above it get ahead of it. Mm. <laughs> when I think of the options available to me in an encounter, yeah, that's what really makes a game shine to me, right? Okay, yeah, I can see ha- making, that be... make, Having the ability to choose things. Sure, I, I understand that. Battle Chasers presents me with more options than Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Uh, it probably cause does, because the... it's a deep RPG. Like, MGS2 gives you a lot of options, but I can Because the only Battle option Chasers. in Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty is to shoot a guy with a trank pistol in the head. Well, that's you the see, best option. You have lots of what, other options. What if, what if it actually taught you the most important option? That is, all human beings should be provided the inalienable right to self-determine. Uh, I'm I self-determine in Battle Chasers all the time by choosing what my move for the turn is. Yeah, but I, what feel, it, I feel like the but lesson of MGS2 didn't I just is... tell you about Calibretto's entire storyline about I, I how like he's he... a human being who has all his rights? <laughs> right, you said before okay, that the sh- story in Battle Chasers was not very good. Yeah, also I feel the like the story of MGS2 story. is less that and more the story that everyone deserves the right to self-determine is itself just a story we tell ourselves and is kind of another means of controlling people. Not necessarily, although we, we can have this discussion off-air because yes. I have a feeling we're going to go long, but there's yeah. a lot, unsurprisingly, oh, you have a there's a lot going, going to go on. Long, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on in that narrative. You're not wrong, but... Yeah, we're you're also I think missing some things possibly, but yeah. Hey, yeah, we we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys can't even agree on why Metal Gear Solid Two is good. It doesn't sound like a very good game. Right? Uh, so that's a vote for Battle. Well, Chasers. it wins anyway, so fuck yeah. you. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Two does take it. <laughs> uh, in which case, uh, Battle Chasers moves down to number uh, sixteen. Michael, how does it compare to Stardew Valley? A delightful farming game where you do some farming, and it's peaceful and contemplative, and maybe you make some friends along the way. Well, I don't know that I call Battle Chasers peaceful. Sure. Doesn't seem like it. But it I is called Battle call Chasers. It, yeah. I would Night call War. it relaxedly contemplative. Okay. When's uh, yeah. the last time you really grinded in a JRPG? Uh, probably Persona 5. Yeah, you ever just, like, lay back and, like... Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm totally just, with like, you that that can be a very, like, meditative uh, yeah. process. Yeah. Um, has really brought that out of me more than Stardew Valley ever did. Okay. I, I think that's... Also, that's... you can steal other people's crops. Hey, And then make go. them into potions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's one vote for Battle Chasers. Matt. 
hold on here. What is, what is it up against? Stardew Valley. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, the top end of this list is all very good video games is the thing. Yeah. It's why um, Battle Chasers is competing against them. And Sonic Adventure 2, but, you know, <laughs> not everyone's perfect. Someone sounds a little bit bitter. Um, I'm going to go with Stardew, but it's it, Battle Chasers actually sounds pretty fucking tight. Matt, you're not around that much. I have established that this show is slowly turning me into Dr. Robotnik. I just hate that despicable hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, did you vote for Battle Chasers, Matt? Uh, no, I voted for Stardew. Actually. All right. I did indeed. That's one for each. Chelsea. I love Stardew. Yeah, yeah. Stardew is very much a Chelsea kind of game. It's very much a lot of people kind of game. Stardew's legit as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I need to play it now that it's on Switch. Uh, Crystal. Uh, Stardew. Okay. Uh, Stardew takes it then. Uh, so Battle Chasers moves down to number 17. Crystal has compared to one of your favorite games of 2017, Fire Emblem Heroes. I think Fire Emblem Heroes is the better video game. Yeah, I know you do. You love that video game. It's that gotcha game with them Fire Emblem folk. Chelsea, what do you think about it? I think I'm going to vote Battle Chasers. Okay. Matt? Battle Chasers. Easy. All right. That's two for Battle Chasers. Michael? There are loot boxes in Battle Chasers, but no, no options to pay for them. You know how you earn those loot boxes? How? Do sweet things in a dungeon. Oh, shit. Is, is it like the, uh, I don't know if you played Pyre, but that has, like, it gives you random, like, goals to hit during a game, and you, like, get bonus money if you do them? Is it like that? And No, it's not that complex. Okay. It just gives you loot and loot crates for them. Oh, no, I know, but I just didn't know, like, if the, the requirements were, like, I, oh, I see, it just gives you loot, and sometimes yeah. that loot is a crate. I understand. Yeah. Okay. And also, there's only one sexy lady instead of 27. Sure, sure. I mean, some might That's not true. There's more than one sexy lady in, uh, in Battle Chasers, but you only play as one. Sure. How is that some people might in its favor? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, some people might consider that a because it's the it, Because it's Red Monica, the original video game sexy lady. That's now, not that true can't possibly be true. That's 100% <laughs> true. Look it up. Red Monica invented sexy ladies in video games. That seems incredibly impossible. Yeah, I don't Joe think Matt, that. Joe Mad, when he first invented the right. Super Nintendo, the first video game console, put Red Monica on it, and that was that. Wait, what game? Yeah. The Super Nintendo, the first video game console, when Joe Mad invented it. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm I pretty see, sure see, you're wrong. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, uh, that is three votes for Battle Chasers. I honestly... I probably vote Battle Chasers too, but since it doesn't matter, Crystal, I'll give you a vote for Fire Emblem Heroes just because I feel bad that you got left alone. Uh, but yeah, so in that case, Battle Chasers wins, and it is officially placed in number seventeen. Battle Chasers Night War goes directly above Fire Emblem Heroes and directly below Stardew Valley. Congratulations to Battle Chasers colon Night War, which wow. Boy, now I remember why I had a like negative impression of this game at the start. Because wow, that title! Like I said, Joe Madden invented video games. That's the title of video games right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Crystal, you're posting a lot of fan art of Red Monica now. Oh no, this is all official art. art. That's all from the game. That's all from the game. That's like three oh, yeah, different art styles. If I want to post fan art, her breasts would be much larger. That's true. That's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Okay. Uh, we have just one last game to talk about. It's that video game that no one can shut up about in the year 2017. It's the, 
It's the one that everyone knows. And that when that little boy in blue comes out of the blue goo and says, I'm gonna go on an adventure. It's the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. He comes out of blue goo? Yeah, in the beginning yes. of that game, he's like laying in a pool of blue goo. Oh. And like Zelda's... So the, the story... <laughs> yeah. Like, the idea is that... You gotta defeat Ganon. Well, yes. But the idea is that a hundred years ago, Ganon showed up and y'all were like, don't worry, we got this. We found some ancient mechs underground and we're gonna pilot them to kill Ganon, which is a great premise. Uh, but it turns yeah, out that Yeah, it's a great premise. Some... Yeah, oh yeah, it's a great premise. Uh, it turns <laughs> out he did some kind of magic bad guy stuff and made all the mechs evil, so they killed everybody. And they managed to take Link's mostly dead body to the Shrine of Resurrection, where he'll sleep for a hundred years before awakening to fight Ganon once again. And in the meantime, Zelda's gotta use all her magics to keep him sealed inside of Hyrule Castle. And so then you just run around in fields and, you know, pick up rocks looking for fairy people to give the to get seeds. That's that video game. Before that we start was an here, excellent what's, descriptor. Yeah. What's the general temperature in the room on Breath of the Wild, I wonder? Um, uh, I'm positive on it. Because I feel like the greater, you know, Listen, again, no one shuts up about it. Everyone treats this game like the second coming of Jesus. I feel like a lot of people I know specifically are a lot more negative on it than the, like, popular consensus. I'm positive on it. I'm probably more negative than the popular consensus because I do yeah. think it suffers from a repetition issue and there's yeah. the issue with durability. But I think it's a really solid game, and if I was placing it, I'd probably place it somewhere around in between, like, 30 to 20. Probably. Yeah. yeah, you're you're about where I'm at on it, uh, Crystal. You're the you're the big Zelda head around here. What do you think? I think it's the best game of the year. All right, <laughs> uh, Michael. Uh, if I may quote a tweet of mine from uh, December twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. Okay. Uh, my exact words were, "I think Breath of the Wild is a worse No Man's Sky." Oofa doofa. What the fuck is wrong now, with you? It, do you mean? You mean before Little Man's Sky got patched? No, that's the good news. Because apparently Sky. No Man's Sky is actually pretty cool now. I haven't checked it I out. I mean, I'm going to say, I feel like you guys are being very judgmental without knowing what my temperature on No Man's Sky is here. That's true. That's true. No Man's no. Sky is a game that's better than most people give it credit for that made a lot of missteps. I, I agree. agree with that. I don't. I, that, ga that game at launch? Fuck that game. Shit. Uh, it was fun it to dick around when for, you know, five, ten hours. Yeah, that's not a ringing endorsement of a sixty-dollar video. I'm not game. saying it is. I'm saying it was fun to dick around with for five to ten hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, Luke. But what about No Man's Sky? We're uh, we were talking about that instead of Zelda well, here. The, uh, <laughs> and then Chelsea. No Man's you... Sky. I would not put. Well, actually, No Man. They did patch a lot of No Man's Sky. That game might actually be okay. Yeah, I, I've heard I people know. say the stuff they've added to No Man's Sky has actually made it really, really cool. I want to go check it out. And yeah, but Chelsea, I don't, I don't think you've played Zelda. Do you have a strong opinion about it? It looks very pretty, and I've heard that it's intensely okay, and I'm <laughs> glad it gave you the gift of those good great fairies. Yeah, there are some, there's some very giant fairies that are very flirty with Link, and they do... Big. Uh, yeah. Big. I wouldn't yeah. even call them the greatest fairies <laughs> myself, but hey. I mean... What, what, Big. what fairies do you like better? Uh, Big. Did you see the great fairy in Maybe. Hyrule Warriors? 
Uh, yeah, she's pretty good, too. I don't know. I think I like the Breath of the Wild design better, though. Why do you like the Breath of the Wild design more? Oh, no reason. <laughs> Are you sure? Is it because they're big? I mean, they're pretty big. <laughs> there's I mean, nothing, the there's nothing small about the Hyrule Warriors fairy. The, the one in Hyrule Warriors sticks Link inside of a bottle like Link does a fairy. <laughs> like, it's Amazing. also pretty good. <laughs> okay, stop. When did you start writing for ah! fucking Zelda games? <laughs> Is this a thing where you showed up in Nintendo's offices and you were like, look, just let me write a couple of incidental bits about the great fairies and then I promise I'll leave you alone for the rest of the I don't know what you're eternity. talking about. I have nothing to do with the reason that there's a city of 12-foot-tall warrior women in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, Breath of the Wild has to be a real piece of shit then because if this game, if you were like, this game's only okay and it has all that shit in it, like, how bad is the actual game? Well, so because... the problem is, yeah, again, it's got a city of 12-foot-tall warrior women, and then the storyline in that involves a bunch of gross transphobic shit, so it's mm -hmm. hard to enjoy right, it right. unqualified. The clothes don't <laughs> even give you any stat boosts. No, it's... You dumb. can't upgrade them. Yeah, it's... Uh, They're not even real clothes. All of that is bad. I, I don't know about any of that, but I, I think even if the clothes don't give you stat boosts, I think they still do qualify as clothing. Uh, Not Crystal, in a video how game. Do, how does Breath of the Wild compare to Batman Arkham Origins? The game of Batman, where on Christmas Eve, he's got to fight 12 assassins and has his first canonical encounter with the Joker. Now, Luke, I actually do appreciate yeah. that all my friends hate Zelda, because it makes me uh -huh. feel like I have a sub subversive opinion for liking the most popular game of the year. <laughs> uh <laughs> But I'm really scared that it's going to lose to Batman Arkham Origins. Well, I'll tell you right now, I will vote for Zelda over Arkham Origins. Yeah, I'm voting for... You don't have okay, to Okay, I'll vote for The Legend of Zelda. Okay, Chelsea? I think it's... I think Zelda is better than Batman. Okay. Uh, Matt? Zelda. Easy. Okay. Michael? Okay, Batman Arkham Origins gets a bad rap. It and I get it. Everyone's a little, like... Batman out at that. I, oh no, point. I don't think Batman Arkham Origins is like a terrible game or anything like that, but I do think Zelda's a better game than it. And I'm kind of surprised it's this low as well. I, it, people were people were soft on it, you know. Batman yeah. fatigue hit. Um you know, the fact that it, they went back to the well with the Joker after setting up someone much cooler in Black Mask is a real bummer. Yeah. Uh and it you know, it it had some issues at launch. Let's let's be honest here. But oh yeah, did, did Arkham Knight make good on any of the shit that they teased in City with like Hush and Black Mask and stuff? I don't remember no. that about it no. at all. No. <laughs> you had a tank like, though. Like one of the like hardest secrets to find in Arkham City was like the reveal that Hush is around, and I don't think he's in Arkham Knight at all. You know, you're asking me to remember anything about ah! Arkham Knight is kind of a big ask. <laughs> that's fair. That's that's uh, wrong of me. Listen, the vote's already cast here. Arkham sure. Origins needs its due. There's a lot of good here, and that studio got done raw. Hey, come back for peer review episode 100. Uh, but yeah, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild is moving up the list. Michael, how do you think it compares to number 73, Penumbra Overture? Uh, this game was effectively a tech demo for the engine that would go on to be used for the Amnesia game. Z uh, Penumbra Overture is not a good game. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like it got this high on the strength of Amnesia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, in defense of Penumbra Overture, it is, it's not a very good game, 
but it's not a very good game in a way that's interesting and unique. Sure. Like, it is a, it is a game that is bad, but it's bad... It had ideas. It tried sure. to do something. I guess for its time... Uh... Yeah, for for its time. I actually yeah. like the way that there's a lot of there's a lot of other weird things happening in survival horror around the time that Penumbra Overture comes out too, though. Like, like for a moment when I first saw this on the list, I thought it was Pathologic for a moment, and I got real excited. But it's not. It's Penumbra. Oh fuck no! Pathologic is should never get this high. And I say this as a person who likes Pathologic, <laughs> but that game is literally almost fucking impossible to play. That's yeah, and it should probably be higher than Penumbra. I, I don't think I'd place Pathologic higher than Penumbra. Breath of the Wild is a better game than Penumbra Overture. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. 100%. All right, that's two votes for Zelda. Chelsea? Chelsea, are you there? Uh, I'm not hearing it. Chelsea, Crystal? Uh, the Legend of Zelda. Okay. Uh, Zelda takes it. I'm going to message Chelsea real quick. Oh, we just got to... Is that... Oh, oh, she says... Oh, yeah, so she's here in chat. Whoa. So, okay. Chelsea yeah, so did a here. cuss. <laughs> Chelsea did two cusses. Chelsea said shit, something's fucking up. Chelsea cusses. I do lots. Well, she can hear us at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we, anyway, yeah, Zelda's going? moving up the list. Uh, Chelsea, I hope you can figure out whatever's going on over there. Uh, but in the meantime, we are moving up to number 37. Crystal, how does Breath of the Wild compare to Prey 2017? Oh, I think Breath of the Wild's a better game. Okay, okay. Matt? Um, I would agree with that. I would, I would rather play Breath of the Wild. Okay. So, yeah, Breath of the Wild. All right. Uh, Michael? So, when I think of these two games, I think of yeah. two really intentionally designed spaces. Sure. Filled with a lot of clutter. And... I- I would not describe Breath of the Wild as a cluttered game. We could have a larger debate on that later, maybe. But, well, okay. Maybe not a lot of clutter in a world where we get, you know, Assassin's Creed games, but... Sure. For my standards, for what I want out of a video game, there's a lot of clutter. Like, I would almost say Breath of the Wild needs a little more stuff in it. I would actually disagree. I think it needs less. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, And that sort of ties into comparing it to No Man's Sky, is when I think about the things that resonate f- f- uh, f- with No Man's Sky with me, it's a lot of the going around the exploration, yeah. and a lot of the exploration of No Man's Sky is completely pointless. There's sure. fucking nothing out there. Right. And with Breath of the Wild, a lot of like exploration that I almost found interesting was uh, continually sort of ruined for me by you know turning a corner and going, oh, it's another Korok seed puzzle where I have to put the apple in the bowl. Right, see, so that's why... So I, I see what you're saying, and I could see the argument if, for, oh, just less. I want more in that I want to turn the corner and see different types of things more often. Yes, obviously, uh, like, more diversity would be good. I just don't believe that that... Like, however they made that game, I don't believe that more diversity was ever an option. So I believe that yeah. the technical correct choice in that matter is to cut down a bit on it. I... Th- uh, I... I think I agree with you that that would be the better choice, but I think that people would hate that. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> like, I, th- I think for game. Nintendo, the right choice was to have more... Yeah, for, for a capitalist enterprise that only cares about profits, right. it's correct to put as many fiddly bits in as you want so that people get you know their fidget spinners. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> but for me, the world of Prey is 
more compelling to explore, to learn about, to see the stories created by the, you know, by the intentionally placed office supplies or whatever, as opposed to intentionally placed trees. Okay. Trees are boring. I, I, I hear you. Sure. All right, we're back. Chelsea's weird audio problems are fixed. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. Hi. I've totally forgotten the vote we were at with Prey. Crystal, you voted in favor of Zelda. Matt, what did you vote? I also voted in favor of Zelda. Okay. Uh, Michael, you voted for Prey. Chelsea, Prey versus Zelda. Zelda. Okay, that is three for Zelda. So Zelda takes it and moves up to number 18 or thereabouts. Let's see. Yeah, let's go for 18. Everything's... Uh, No, let's go for 17. Michael... How's Battle Chasers Night War compared to Zelda? I think I know. I mean, I don't know how much harder I can, you know, stroke this pole here. Uh, right. Bounce, like, in a world where I bounced off of Zelda after, like, five hours, I'm at yeah. 30 in Battle Chasers and not finished yet. So, yeah, I, I, it's it's just better. Yeah, okay. Uh, Matt. I'm going to go with Zelda, but Battle Chasers actually sounds pretty tight and might seriously contest this if I had more experience with it. Yeah. Chelsea? Battle Chasers. Okay, that's two for Battle Chasers. Crystal? Uh, Zelda. Okay, that ties it up. So what I'll say about Zelda is I have problems with it. I actually don't mind the weapon durability stuff all that much, but my biggest issue is that the shrines start to feel um like they're all different mechanically and different puzzles and stuff but it it really sucks out the sense of like discovery that i want out of a zelda game when no matter what it is like whether i am climbing a mountain or going out to a weird island where a ghost takes all my equipment or helping a woman who's dying of thirst in the desert the reward every single time is a shrine that looks the same inside and has the same... Like, they're all interchangeable, like, uh, on a theming level. And it makes that world feel a lot smaller than I want it to be. And I don't like that. But what I the thing about Zelda is that in spite of me having a lot of complaints about it, I have, like, 250 hours in it. <laughs> Uh, I 100%ed it on normal, and now I'm on my way to 100%ing it on hard mode. It gives you this sense of place that I can't remember feeling in any other video game. Like, it's between, like, the, the climbing controls and just the way that it's a very, you know, responsive game that just lets you, like, run around and go anywhere and climb on anything... And just all of the little art touches, the way, like, the wind blows the grass and, like, will dynamically affect fires that you set. It's a very tactile game that makes me just happy to run around in circles doing nothing. So, yeah, I gotta give it to Zelda. Luke, that's the speech you're supposed to give when you stab it in the back. Yeah! <laughs> no, no, if, if that was the case, I would have started with the parts of it that I like and then gone on to the shit I dislike. Mm. <laughs> uh yeah i i gotta give it to zelda uh in which case it moves up uh gets a shot at the top 10 here uh let's just go to number eight michael how's it compared to battle chef brigade you know 
I'm pretty soft on the combat and Battle Chef Brigade. Yeah, it's not great. But it's still better than Zelda's. I think they're okay, comparable, well. honestly. Well, if they're comparable, let me tell you what raises it one step above. Cooking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Zelda's got cooking, and quite frankly, Zelda's cooking is bad. Uh, first, like, even putting aside the UI issues, which mm. really, like, slow it down and drag it down. Yeah. The the lack of variety in the meals is disappointing. And also, why can you make monster parts into a potion but not a meal? That doesn't make That's any true. sense. That's true. You can cook monster parts in Battleship exactly. Brigade. Exactly. I'm forgetting the main character's name, but she, I think, might, you know, objectively be a better cook than Link. I don't think there's any question about it. She can. But to be fair, she, she has a fully, she has like a kitchen that she can work in. Link has, you know, a walk over a campfire. Well, maybe Link should take more pride in his work then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt? Uh, I will go with Zelda. Okay. Chris? I'll go with The Legend of Zelda. You just posted a video of, of Zelda uh, where you parry a guardian's laser beam. Yeah, it's awesome. That every is a cool thing time. you can do in that video game. It, yeah, it's good it's, that it's awesome every single time because it's the only thing that feels good in the combat in that game. Okay. Mm. Well, that's a. That's. <laughs> yeah. That's a mean thing to say about my favorite video game. Oh, Crystal. <laughs> All right, uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea voted for the Battle Chef. Okay, so that was two votes for Battle Chef, two votes for Zelda. Quit making me break these ties. <laughs> um, I really like Battle Chef. It is a, it is a pretty game with some bad animations because they didn't have enough money to make them good. Uh... With some really novel gameplay ideas. And I actually got a little bummed out with the variety in Battleship Brigade at some point. Because I felt like I accidentally made the same two meals over and over in that game. And it started to bum me out a little. I made, like, just mushroom... Just a plate of steamed mushrooms so many times. You really lived the bachelor life, just making what you were comfortable with every night. Well, they kept giving me judges that wanted earth flavors, and there's mushrooms all over these caves, and they give you earth flavors, so yeah, I'm gonna make those. Yeah, I, I'm i gonna go with Zelda. Now, before you this. file that vote, yeah. I'd like to okay, ask you a question. Okay. Yes. Which is better for the Let's Place brand? <laughs> what, oh gets, what gets us into PAX South again next year? I mean, people tried this shit with Battleship Brigade last time. Yeah. And were they wrong? Adult Swim already retweeted us. It's time to get Nintendo. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Nintendo doesn't tweet. And, and I mean, we're not the only people around saying that Breath of the Wild's the best game of all time. Like, it's not... If you need Nintendo this... to tweet, retweet us, let's re get them to retweet us about the Switch version of Battleship. Shh. <laughs> I did play Battleship Brigade on the Nintendo Switch, and it was and was it an experience. amazing handheld experience while retaining I, the console quality? I mean, I only played it on the TV. I didn't really play it handheld ever. I played Zelda entirely on a Wii U gamepad in bed, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I honestly, this is way closer for me than it seems like it should be because this is kind of neck and neck. But I want to see a Battleship Brigade two. I want to see every game rip off the parts of open world games that Breath of the Wild gets right, even though it gets a lot of other parts wrong. Ah, uh, mmm, mmm. I think I gotta go with Zelda. 
It's 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 close. And looking at the games it's got left to go, I think that's the last vote Zelda's getting from me. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I gotta do it. Uh in which case, Zelda moves up to number four. Michael, how does Breath of the Wild compare to Elite Beat Agents, the rhythm game where you're a secret cabal of secret agents that has to appear to perform delightful pop songs to help people in moments of crisis? Uh, it and it's also like Luke. the saddest fucking video game in the entire universe. Well, one level of it is. It's the saddest fucking game in the entire universe. She just wanted to see her dad on Christmas. Oh my god. Why did they do that? <laughs> there we go, Michael. It doesn't compare, Luke. That's that's a simple answer. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. music in Elite Beat is better. Uh -huh. The touchpad integration is better. Okay. The character yeah. design is better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even despite the absence of giant women. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, more portable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Uh, I'm going to go with Elite Beat Agents. Zelda's pretty cool, but it ain't no EBA. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, EBA. Okay. Crystal. I guess I'll make a minority vote for the Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm also voting EBA. In which case, Zelda moves down. To number six, Crystal has a compare to Nier Automata. Oh, Jesus. The official competition for Let's Place's Game of the Year 2017 is on. Zelda's the better game. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Nier. All right. Matt. Holy fuck. Pass. I'll tie break <laughs> okay. if I have to. <laughs> sure. Michael. Do we lose Michael? I'm here. No, it's, it's, that, it's, okay. that, it's, it's that it's that pregnant pause of yeah. What what do I say to yeah? Listen, I'm a pretty ironic guy here, right? We all agree. Sure. I'm never serious. Luke doesn't even know you're, my name. You're just a you're just the king of memes. Oh yeah, meme lord five thousand. The jokey jokey ha ha mm -hmm. boy. But near automata made me horny. <laughs> 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 Didn't think that's where that was going, but okay. And Zelda made me feel bad but i mean there are those giant women though yeah yeah i think know, i think wait hold up to meet them hold on how the fuck was like zelda not the game that made you horny everyone in that game is smoking hot <laughs> because when i tried to dress up as a girl the game made fun of me for it that is true and it turns out that's a real killer over here yeah that's yeah Near is more, oh, well, okay. Near hints at uh, LGBT relationship. Well, I I shouldn't even say LGBT no, no, because it hints so at one. No, it makes it it makes it explicit at parts. It's, it yeah, but at it. and I shouldn't even say LGBT because it basically just gives you L. Yeah. You see, um, everyone posts pictures of Sidon. It's Cass. Cass <laughs> is the hottest character in Breath of the Wild. Like. Like, look at that fucking dude. He's so fucking hot. I mean, I agree, but like, also, goddamn. I think Sidon's the winner. No. Cass looks like furry fan art of Toucan Sam. <laughs> no, because I've seen furry fan art of Toucan Sam, and it doesn't look like that. But it could. It m potentially could. Like, here's the thing about Cass that makes him so fucking hot, right? Yeah. A, his dick is huge. Like, I mean, just massive. Big fucking dick. I mean, dick, I'm pretty sure his like... dick is non-existent. <laughs> No, I don't think he wears pants in that game, and I think you can tell. No, because he has to. He here's the thing, right? He has to have been able to canonically have sex at least like 
three or four times, I think, because he has a bunch of kids. He, he's got four children. I think he only had sex once, though, because I think they're quadruplets. They might be. I mean, I don't know how that biologically works. It's I mean, I probably... think it, I think that just means whoever he had sex with laid a lot of eggs. Do, you, do they lay eggs or do they have live birth? I, I think Rito do a Chloe I think they kiss. probably lay eggs. They're bird people. I mean, it tends to go 50-50 when it comes to bird people, is it? I've found. Why are we talking about this? You brought it up, my man. <laughs> yeah, I. Somebody throw me a line because I'm sinking in notion of I'd my fuck own 9S. Mm. Oh, boy. I mean. No. No. 9S sucks. Yeah. 9S does. <laughs> 9S I'd really choke 9S to death. You asked for a yeah. line, my man. I mean, if you want to jump on this grenade for me, I'm not going to look the gift horse in the mouth. I just. I'm not sure that's the line you really want to play. Chelsea, you're posting some art of Urbosa, who's very good. Yeah, like, here's the thing, right? All of these characters, hot, hot, hot. Every single motherfucker, no. Every single motherfucker <laughs> in Breath of the Wild is, like, smoking hot. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous how hot everyone is in that game. What about, it's like, Hudson? I think Teba is underrated. Okay, so not everyone. So not everybody, but most characters in Breath of the Wild are smoking hot. Mm -hmm. What are we ranking? What are we fucking placing it, it, here? It's, it's Michael's turn to vote for Nier versus Zelda. Is it Nier or Zelda? I mean, it's Nier. Okay. Okay. That's two votes for Nier, one vote for Zelda. I gotta go Nier. Okay. Awesome. I don't have to choose. Yeah. Yep, you don't have to choose. Uh, so Zelda moves down. It's got one last game to be compared to. Michael, how's it fare against Super Mario Galaxy 2? Well, the platforming's better in Super Mario Galaxy 2, so it's probably that game. Okay. Uh, Matt. Um, this is also really hard. I'm actually gonna go with Zelda. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Galaxy 2. Okay. Crystal. Uh, Zelda. Okay. Uh, so that's two for each. Galaxy 2 is one of my all-time favorite video games ever. I gotta go with it. Uh, in which case, Zelda Breath of the Wild is ranked at number 8, directly above Battle Chef Brigade, directly below Mario Galaxy 2, and several dozen spots higher than I thought it would get. I mean, it's a really so, good game. It is. It is. But just based on the, you know, Michael seems to have some active antipathy towards it, and both you and me are like, yeah, it's good. Well, look, okay, here's what I'll say about Zelda. Yeah. I think it's not a very good game. Okay. I think it has a lot of problems. I think okay. it's very messy. Okay. And I think that it's just really poor. <laughs> okay. But it's also the game my mother has played the most this year. Uh, -huh. uh To the point where she's even started a game on hard mode. Oh, wow. Whatever okay. they call it. Master mode. Master mode. And the last game she played was Wii Sports. So, you know. Okay. They're so, doing something right. Right. It's just not resonating with it's you in the slightest. It's visibly not for me. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are a few uh, criticisms of Zelda that I'd actually outright disagree with, but there's just something sure. about it. Like I said, it, it has, yeah, there's, it's got like a, a je ne sais quoi. A je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think it's just, like, something about it. Like, the things that Zelda does really, really well 
are kind of unorthodox in kind of the video game design spectrum. And it like it nails those things and it creates an experience that simultaneously seems very, very new while kind of still being very familiar. Like I said, to me, it comes down to the sense of place that it can do. It, it's I, I don't think any other video game compares on that. Specific. What about No Man's Sky? No, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because you are just a camera strapped to a jetpack in No Man's Sky. I feel like I am a, a You've got a person... gun. <laughs> I feel like I am a person in the world in Zelda. Like, just between... Again, like, the fact that you can climb things make it makes it feel more tactile. The way that, like, Link's skin gets pink when he's in cold weather. Uh, th- there's something about, like, the way the animation and the control... Your visor freezes over when you're in cold weather. What's that? Oh, yeah, that's true. You do get a, a filter over your visor. But no, something about just the the you can't the call, you can't call Link's pink skin not a filter, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but that was one point among several. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice and letting you talk here, pal. <laughs> You're not though. You keep interrupting me. Well, once I've had enough. <laughs> no, I I think that the the animation and the controls and the world design and the the visuals of it all like coalesce into something that just makes me feel like I'm there in a way that I don't feel about anything else I've ever played. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations to Breath of the Wild beating the odds and breaking into the top ten. Can't wait for... Uh, was it really beating the odds, though? I think it was beating the odds with this, because most of the people I know don't like it very much. Okay, uh, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> Evidently, they like it fine. Uh, so, there we go. That is... This episode of Let's Place, it's been a game of the year. Yeah, congratulations to our game of the year, Tokiden 2. Yep, uh, yeah, so Nier Automata is officially, according to Let's Place as of right now, the single greatest game of 2017. Who knows how that might change as we rank more, but for now, that one's on top. I mean, that actually uh, seems pretty reasonable. On Number two honesty. is Breath of the Wild, number three is Battleship Brigade. Uh, Alright, so... Our bottom 10 was untouched this week, but as is the tradition, let's read it off. At number 300, Swedish Erotica Custer's Revenge. At number 299, Vitamin X, We Are Super Supermint Boys. Number 298, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 297, <laughs> Time Dominator. It, wait, Warfighter is 298? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Fuck that game. Okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. Number 297, Time Dominator, otherwise known as Socket. Number 296, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 295, what did I date last night? Number 294, Elsa Surgery Simulator. Number 293, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. Number 292, Las Vegas Tycoon. Number 291, ZHP Unlosing Ranger vs. Dark Death Evilman. Meanwhile, in our top 10... Uh, which has seen in some shakeups today. At number ten, Power Pro Coon Pocket Three. At number nine, Battle Chef Brigade. Number eight, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Number seven, Super Mario Galaxy Two. Number six, Near Automata. Number five, Resident Evil Four. Number four, Elite Beat Agents. Number three, Mother Three. 
Number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, objectively better than Breath of the Wild. And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. Crystal, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Arcane Crystal on Twitter and on the Book of Medora podcast at audioentropy.com. All right. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecibus. And you, in addition to uh, editing this show, I also edit the Home for Infinite Losers. So listen to that. Yeah, she does a great job. Uh, Matt. I'm not going to tell people where they can find me because it's a secret, but I will just add the comment. Chelsea, why do you work so fucking hard on this terrible goddamn show? Because she's an angel. Yeah, I know, but, like, why? Why would you do that? You're better than that. You deserve better than this. It's fucking Let's Place, for God's sake. Make Luke do it. She's going to be on the stage of PAX South, and where will you be? Yeah. I'll be yeah. at my home probably like playing video games and looking at hentai probably. I mean, yeah, I, I do this so Luke doesn't have to so we can Aww. do the show more easily. No, Aww. you no 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 no. You make him do this. Like Home for Infinite <laughs> yeah. Losers, that's fine. But this fuck that. You make him do this. This the is show's way shit. better with her doing it honestly. Yeah, I cares. know it is because she gives a shit. <laughs> right. No one should give a shit about Let's Plays. This show kind of sucked a little bit no, before there's Chelsea no, took over the editing. There's no kind of sucked. There was an episode where one of your guests fucked off into a convenience store <laughs> halfway into an episode. Well, that's got nothing to do with Chelsea. That's just, you know, yeah, I'm talking no, more audio quality issues. No, no, no. What I'm saying is this is a show where shit like that just happens. Yeah. No one should work hard on this show. <laughs> Especially you. And you're making your fucking girlfriend do it like I don't make her. She wanted to. Oh, but why? You, why would... Okay, you know what? You know what? I'm done. I'm done. So Luke I'm doesn't have to, piece. so we can make the show more easily. Stop it, girl. You deserve right. better for fuck's sake. I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm greasing uh, the wheels. If, if you like Matt, uh, his podcast, Going Pear-Shaped, is on indefinite hiatus, but go listen to the archive of it, why don't you? That, and you can listen to TWA, I guess. I'd probably be on that yeah. in the future. Sure. Uh, Michael, what about you? I'm at 50 Turn Party on Twitter.com, a good website with absolutely no Nazis. That seems false. Yeah, no, that's just patently untrue. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find this show over on AudioEntropy.com, along with a bunch of other shows, like a few that we mentioned already. Uh, listen to Totally Your Prize. Listen to Cosmic Call. Listen to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, why don't you? You can also go over there and hit the donut button up on the top right. Give us a little bit of money so we can buy some donuts. Luke, that money only goes towards and, hosting the website. Uh, I, you tell me that every week, and I still don't believe you. Someone's eating donuts, and I'm going to find out who. Actually, come uh, to think of it, I should tell people not to find me on Twitter because they shouldn't be using Twitter because it's a shit-awful service for stupid morons, and the faster you cut and run from that piece of shit, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, probably. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you don't want to give us any money, I understand. Why would you? But maybe go on over to iTunes, hey, find Let's Place, give us a good review, and maybe five stars. Don't on the ratings. Do that. Be honest. Like no, 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 no. This shit Be is maybe no. This Guys. shit is maybe like a three stars hey, at hey, hey. most. Hey, hey, hey! It'd be a real funny goof if you rated us five stars when it's uh, the, prank everybody by giving us a good rating. God, don't do that. <laughs> no, give us five stars matter. because you legitimately love this show because it's great.
I mean, it might matter. I don't know. It's the principle of the thing, though. I have no idea. I just like seeing the number next to the five stars go up. <laughs> Are really all of your outros ego. this much of a disaster? No, Matt's usually not here to yell at me. Do you not listen to the show, Mikey? That I make anything good. Of course I don't. <laughs> oh? God damn. Anyway. Chelsea works really uh, hard on that. Time. Yeah. And I respect the work she does. If you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, then that means tomorrow night at 8.30 p.m., we are going to be doing a live show at Pack South in the Cactus Theater. Uh, if you're at Pack South, come watch us be idiots. It'll be a fun time, I sure hope. Yeah. If you're at Pack South, why did you waste your time downloading this on hotel internet? That's a good point, yeah. But, yeah, I think that just about does it. So, Crystal, give us a sign-off message. Uh, there's a real meditative quality to the exploration in the original No Man's Sky. Like, the way that mm. nothing matters, the way there's no reason to put your hooks down anywhere, uh, the way the inventory is limited, like, a one so line. That, like, you're not incentivized to hoard anything. Like, like just one sentence kind of a pithy, like, place. joke. And the way the patch is okay, focused yeah, on just... building bases and participating in the galactic just economy gonna... ruined all that. Now it's a bad game. Just kind of just going along. Okay. Matt. To support my previous argument about Metal Gear Solid 2 and one of its core themes being how important it is that all human beings are provided the inalienable right to self-determine. No, this really just isn't what the, this is, the, what this section of the show yeah, is for. The, it's really just a... The, the song that plays kind of when a, you kill Solidus just is literally sort of named quick. Freedom to Decide. Just like, sort of. Like, come the fuck on. Okay. Mike. Michael. Uh, I had an essay about Mafia 3 up by uh, a writer at Vice that I was going to read out loud as my sign-off as a gag, but uh, two people did the essay joke before me, so <laughs> have a good night, folks. Uh, Chelsea. Ch -ch -ch chicken tendies. I'm going to go look up some great fairies from Zelda. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 I thought I told you not to, but you had to wait.